Sip Squad Flyboys, that's my logo. logo. You already know though. No, no. It's PBS and Nation Gang. My niggas getting dodo. You pussy niggas, photos, fucking hobos looking so so. Okay, shot is slow mo. Haters salty like a dobo. Coco, we get loco. loco. Hit them cash and so no. Oh, no. You rap it, then we live it. Cause we soak me on the promo. promo. We classy, pretty, blasty bitches. Why you acting sassy? Can't stop and I won't stop. Get some ditty to your cassie. No shiny suits, I'm spazzing. I'm so flashy. Talking out your ass, goddammit. I'm just speaking cash shit. Haters get the shaking like they mama named the cash shit. Father, all these rap wrestlers pay homage to me, bastards. Sorry, I don't claim you. That's just what the same do. Oh, you went down with Dream Team. Middle finger. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the momentous occasion that is today. Today is Top Rope Wrestling Talks, two-year anniversary, second birthday. Um, Hopefully we I, don't hit the terrible twos. Be, before, before I introduce everyone, um, I started this group, and I brought Dom in, and we kept it going for as long as we could. Um, and we kind of died. Died for we a did. good six, seven months. We were dead. At least. And some events occurred. That's all I'm going to say. And Dom said, hey, Dom, Dom messaged me and said, hey, let's get the band back together. So I did. And he brought in none other than Grandma Wendy, uh, the first lady of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Wendy, you've been nothing but amazing and and done a lot for this group we bought you I, I can't thank you enough you humble me <laughs> yeah seriously humble you and, and the the newest member of the admin team uh our our shirt guru logo extraordinaire the uh the man himself evan dude thank you for coming everything. in everything you know everything just being a fan in the first place because that kept yeah, us going be here there were not a lot of people there were not many people watching this show to begin with and, and you were always leaving comments and questions and wanting to come on the show and, and it made us want to keep doing it and then you got on the show and and it just i mean from there we just got hyped it was like never mind like we're, we're doing this every yeah. week all week i don't give a fuck as long as evan's there yeah, yeah. i don't get hype i stay hype right <laughs> so that's not another Sorry, mojo than evil evan uh Thank you again. And, you know, you. on, on my here. screen, he's to the left of me. On his screen, I have no idea where I am. I don't even know. But, you, but hugs, hug, wherever you are, do hugs. Hugs, hugs. hugs all around. But, down below, hugs. Wherever hugs all around. Yeah. But, Consensual uh, hugs. On a, on, a, on a serious note, back to this, you know, uh, I met Dom through a, a mutual friend. I kind yeah. of brought him on board. Um, you really did, <laughs> and 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 he's uh he he's kind of stuck around and stuck with me through everything. So like a bad you, know, you, you guys <laughs> do not understand the amount of effort that he puts into what we do. Um, records the shows, keeps Facebook going when we're all busy with work or, or doing something. He's at work and he's doing that. He gets away with it at work. Um, you know, he set up the YouTube. He he he. Dude, I just can't thank you enough. Like, I may have created it, 
but dude, you're running it. Yeah. You're running it. Oh. I created it. You're running it. And and I can't thank you enough. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I got you, dude. You know that. <laughs> so. You're going to make me cry over here. Dude. On a, I, a, I, on, say, I hope you brought some tissues thank you. today. Folks, <laughs> on in. run and grab some tissues. It's not too late. Just, just feelings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're all gonna feel it today. So, on an amazing, amazing birthday gift to Top Rope Wrestling Talk, and it actually kind of worked out crazy because I forgot that it was the birthday today. Right. Every like single one fate. of us is wearing something that I have been saying we are going to get. Right mm-hmm. here, you see it first. Top Rope Wrestling Talk merch. It is a thing. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> it, it is happening. So this is how you can find our merch. Go on Facebook. Look for Sugar Pop Design. That is my sister's page. She's the one that makes these shirts for us. And does go a damn on good there. Job. Uh, messenger. Yeah. Damn good job. You know, messenger or hit up, hit say something on the page. Um, she'll get back with you and you know, you guys work from there. We've got a bunch of different logos to choose from. You don't have to just do the MLW logo. We no. have pretty much all of our logos available for shirts. And yeah. we for are those who, for those listening in in, uh, in podcast form only who are missing out on the amazing video. You are wearing uh, the logo shirts, TRWT. You guys don't see it. You guys need to be watching on YouTube, but go check them out. Get one for yourselves. Yes. Buy yes. our merch. Go to Sugar Pop Design on Facebook. Find that group, message, and get your Top Rope Wrestling Talk shirt. Yes. Get your yes, merch. I've one. been promising and promising and promising. and it We all have it at this point. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has happened. And it's happening on our birthday. It can't get Of all days. Honestly, my shirt, I think everybody's shirt, wasn't even supposed to come till tomorrow. And they all showed up by today. Yeah, just happened to Eight. be our our record day and Top Rope's birthday. So coincidence? Mm, I think I not. Think not. <laughs> Felipe, Felipe just Eight. said, "Shut up and take my money." <laughs> yeah. Sugar, we pop, will glad. I got you. We will gladly take your money, and we will be sending the website <laughs> and and everything else. Yes, we are money, working. Please. With, yes. Bring it. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> the show doesn't pay for itself. <laughs> okay, so so Percy already did the intros. We don't really. Yeah, I did the, the intros. We didn't. We didn't get the soundboard for the intros today because I got all mushy, gushy, and shit. And we love so. it. Oh, that's better. Yeah, <laughs> better. Yeah. We can always do the soundboard next week. I'm just getting in the live feed so I can see the comments now. <laughs> <laughs> no sound effects. Just the sound of our hearts beating for our fans. Yeah, even even Nikki's saying they're made to order. They definitely are, and yep. and they're great. Like I, I love the R. The R is just dope on this shirt. It's so shiny. Cool. <laughs> oh, yours, like I have a I have a regular R, but that's okay. It's still cool. It's still extraordinary. Mine is bright and shiny, and I like it. <laughs> be, because I didn't say this before when we were talking about it, so you guys know our shirts from small to large are twenty five dollars. And extra large and up is 27 and we charge shipping. Um, you know, the more shirts that get bought, the more of a chance we'll be able to do away with shipping. But right now where we're small, we're getting started. 
We got a shipping fee. Oh, sorry, guys. Nikki Seriously, is uh, show them the back of your shirt, Brucey. Yeah, that's what your, oh. your sister just said. Show them so, the back of the shirt. Spin, spin. So I got you got my, a good one. Give like, a really good. My, my sister, my sister Vuelta. loves me. Vuelta. 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 Can you see it? High class, yes. baby. Where's that? Where's that? Always hot, dude. We need it. I took the. I, I just took the. Oh, that's down. hot. That's hot. It's okay. We get it. Oh, that's hot. That's, that's hot. hot. Mm-hmm. One more time. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. There it is. <laughs> I love that, man. There we go. I'm back. Okay, now I can turn it off. Premature mutation. Yes, back to the matter, Eddie. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed. Like the, the feels, the merch, the birthday. It's great. There's a lot of feels this week, yeah. man. Love you yeah, too, but kid. a lot of those feels weren't very good. So this is like a nice, uplifting kind of moment. Yes, yes. yes. Like, we I need that like in wrestling really right now. I think and, it's in life uh, in general. <laughs> and uh, just life in general. Yes, yes, we do, Wendy. As I eat my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I'm drinking They're mine. Happy so. They're happy feelings. They're so happy feels. Popcorn. This is a, a celebratory yingling lager. That's what it is. Mm. Yes. Tastes like victory. Um. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Victory. <laughs> I guess we should probably uh, we should probably start out with uh, basically this week in wrestling. I know like Brucey and Evan and I covered SmackDown a little bit on Speaking Out, but like might as well start off with Raw because it wasn't half bad this week, to be honest. I know Wendy and I watched Night it. I know you two might have. Hmm? Didn't they call it like Night of Champions? Night of, well, yeah, it was like Night of Champions yeah. or something like that. Because like they had pretty much every title get defended. Yeah. Yeah, just about. Just about. Maybe not much. the US. They had Apollo and Shelton again, but I don't know if he got a title match. Um, I think Apollo did, but I don't remember. I had to leave like partway through, so like I didn't get to see all of it. But there were some there were some good moments in it. I I do love the way they're kind of pushing MVP to the forefront in Raw, like let him cut promos and try to recruit more people. And now he started this whole back and forth with Apollo, like trying to convert him and get him to come in and join the fold. And if he won't, he'll just have Lashley come put him in a full Nelson and you know, knock his ass out. <laughs> Felipe made a point. He said, personally, it has been a little hard sometimes to uh, watching wrestling since all the speaking out started. Yeah. That's true. But I, yeah, I still watch too, even though it does. It is because it's like at this point, we're all like, could he? Could he? Could she? I don't even think about it. Like, we don't. <laughs> if, you, if you saw my video or you've heard me talk before, like wrestling is my escape from most of the shit that goes on in the world. So when I'm watching it, that's I'm just I'm just watching it. I'm just looking at it. I'm 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 going through the matches. I'm trying to see what I like, what I don't. I'm not even thinking about like maybe this motherfucker will get busted next week. Mm-mm. Not even on my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's nah, I need rough. to get away it's from this rough, guy. But the way I've been seeing it, um, WWE, AEW, they have their lawyers. They have their guys doing their homework for them. They're suspending the right guys. They're firing the guys with their incontrovertible evidence. So I'm not going to put it to like that. What they say, the, the jury of the public. And I'm going to let, let them figure out and sort out the bad guys and the good guys and have faith that the guys that I'm seeing on TV are safe and that these guys, they've asked them, hey, yeah. any skeletons in your closet, anything going to come out. And they're, you know what I mean? I have to believe 
that WWE and AEW are actively checking their roster up and down to, you know, proactively catch them before, you know, Twitter has another uh, lynching for these guys. So, yeah. like I said, it's been hard, but I have to have in good faith that what I'm watching are the good guys, that the ones in the ring are the safe characters that I can get behind. So, right. That's the you either got to think, do. like, either these guys are good or eventually they will be weeded out. And you just go along yeah. from there. Like, you just watch whatever's put in front of you. And and Raw actually had some good moments. Like, you, you did have the, the Charlotte and Asuka rematch, but then you also had Nia injure Charlotte. Yes. Before and after the match. Like, went back after her ass. And mm-hmm. then uh, there's been reports this week that, that Charlotte has decided to take a break and, you know, use some personal time and possibly have surgery. They didn't say on what. But um, I guess now all these people, including us, who have said, like, you know, 68, 69 title matches, that's enough. Like, we need somebody else. Maybe she's going to grant grant us that wish all by herself. <laughs> Just, okay, I'm out. I'll see you at Royal Rumble next year. Deuces. <laughs> I mean, right? you know, as much as I hated that rant that she did, we're like, I've been here 365 days a year. You got to give the girl credit. She has been there like yeah. every yeah. week throughout this whole. Oh no, thing. I give her all the credit in the world. I just feel like Charlotte is one of those women who, like her or not, she probably got to that level in the women's division that, like, in the men's division, Andre the Giant did, or even Taker, where you knew they could pretty much be champ whenever they wanted to. Therefore, they didn't need to be because they were. Above. larger than life characters yeah they didn't need they didn't need that title their their character and their body of work was all they needed to get people interested and get over and charlotte has gotten to that level but they just keep I, sticking her in title matches anyway <laughs> yeah i i agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying there dom the only thing is the division needs charlotte because without her we've seen oscar literally has there's no, there's no contenders for her. There's literally no one in that division that you can see that run with that belt. We had that, this, well, that discussion about Natty. Could she yeah. do it? And other than but, Natty, we couldn't really come up with another name that would be their marquee woman. I'll give you, I'll give you a name. Division. I'll give you a name right now, and it's somebody she's already faced. It's somebody she's had great matches with. She just hasn't had them on a main roster, and that's Shayna Baszler, yeah. who has yeah. basically Agreed. been taken off TV because mm-hmm. Vince doesn't see it. I don't know mm. why, considering Baszler and, and Ronda Rousey have the same sort of background. Him. But I guess yeah. since she's yeah. not blonde is. and we, we have, it, yeah. it's like not blonde, not hot. It's like we said last time. Now, what about this rivalry for Asuka that tore up NXT for three straight takeovers? Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Where's yeah, she been? She's been out in here. She's hurt. She's hurt. A torn Achilles. Yeah. They never oh. wrestle again on a backstage on oh. one of the appearances you mentioned. Yeah, oh, it's one sucks. of those, you know, Achilles, once that's gone, man, you can't walk, you can't yep. run. What are you going to do? Horrible, horrible accident. And the bad, sad thing is it happened when doing a, a 24-7 title chase backstage segment. Yes. Yeah. Slip fell and... Oh, yeah, I remember that now. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I love what Brian just said. He'd probably add Roddy Piper and Jake Snake to people who didn't oh, need a world absolutely. title to get yeah. over. Yeah. I was yeah. just getting ready to say that. Without a doubt, dude. Without a, without a doubt. No, they'd be on the list, too. Those were just the, ter- the two names that came to my head in when I came to try to describe Charlotte. But Jake Snake, Roddy, yes, definitely. Like, the, the, if I can really stop and think, 
like the last real era in per se WWE because they're really the only one that's had eras in the business right now. But if you stop and think about it, like the attitude era and possibly the ruthless aggression era was the last two eras to ever have wrestlers like that, that don't need a title and can get over. You had the rock, you had stone cold, you had, you had all, all of these guys and they didn't need titles. You had Eddie, you had Benoit back then. You had these guys. Nowadays, if you don't have a title, nobody likes you. Well, I also think there's a lot of ego involved because it's like, you know, there's guys like, there's guys like Bork, for instance, who think they need a title and that'll get people to like them, to like him. And the problem with that is most people don't like him to begin with. So title doesn't really matter. That's the opposite side of the coin. Like, we're not going to like you regardless. Cause who says to bring Rhea up? Yes. Yes. And, and Felipe left us a question that he wanted to get us to ask answer later. We can, we can definitely, I'll swing back to that. I'm, I'm trying to memorize it now. Bounce back. Should I'm I write, write it down? down? You're writing, writing it down. Nice. Okay, I thought about it too. That's what Great minds, homegirl. Great minds. Yes, yeah, thank you. And, and we will I'm answer that for the party day. hats. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Charlotte getting hurt and the reports coming out was a big moment. They had some nice matches. I mean, you know, the, the when they finally had a world tag team title match between the Prophets and the Raiders, it was damn good. And the Prophets finally got over the hump, which was damn good. I just felt like that could have happened at Backlash and it would have probably been a bigger moment than mm-hmm. on a Monday Night Raw, you know, just randomly after a pay-per-view. Okay. Yeah. And we could have avoided the ninjas, even though, uh, I guess... The weird tentacle monster in the uh, Although, technically, one of the ninjas is now 24-7 champion. Yeah. So, congratulations to Zawa, I guess. The leader. <laughs> I guess. I guess, I know. Uh, you know, it's like you won a championship, but then you had to have this shit gimmick to win it when you're <clears throat> clearly a great fucking wrestler on your own. Felipe just said the thing is that today there are too many damn titles. Yeah, true. True. Definitely. I can't. I can't argue I like that. The magic that they. I like the magic that they've been working with that women's tag, jumping from show to show, yes. making it be a little more prestigious. Um, it makes that pool of contenders a little bit larger. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely like to see them do that with the men's tag belts. We've seen New Day and Usos and the same recycle stuff on SmackDown. Now, how about we let them bounce over to NXT and give someone else a chance? How about we see them go on Raw and it just be one set of belts that goes yeah. to all the shows? No, I, I, I'm with you. And I got to be honest, the other thing that I, besides the matches, you know, the, the, the other thing that I loved was the Edge promo. He came back, cut this promo where he basically yes. said, you brought the rated R superstar out in me. And he went off. And while he was going off, I was sitting there like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, this is the guy I wanted to see in the first place. Uh, I don't care if you have grit. Take it all out and bring the R back. See the R right here? Right over here? You know, Somewhere. See, this One nipple. see the R? That bring the R and rated R superstar back. That's yeah. what we want. That's what we need. And so to see him kind of like dig that back out and just go off, you're just like, man, that tricep in- injury needs to heal like hell. Like yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. That's the only caveat. He, he, the asterisk at the end that said to be continued in eight right. months. 
Right, to be continued you know, in six to eight months. And intensity and it's you know, get ready for like I just, hope, I just hope one, people don't forget about it, and two, it's yeah. actually more thrilling than these last two matches have been. Oh, these I think matches were if we yeah. get if we get the actual rated R superstar back, it's going to be more entertaining than anything we've seen from him so far. Except for maybe the rumble where he popped up, because that was that was fucking great. That was a great <laughs> pop right there. That was a I great moment. Back. I love to see them like do a quick like a uh, shout out throwback to uh, old Attitude Era Edge when he first used to come out in the rafters in the building. He'd be wearing like, that trench coat and the sunglasses. Yeah. And he'd be, like, you oh, think you yeah. know me? You know me? Like sitting there all alone. He could be like watching Randy Orton's matches like in the back of the PC, like you know, all creepy like, and that widow peeking up there, have up there where they Mojo jumped or was it Gronk jumped off of? Have Edge just up there in his trench coat watching creepy, like, you know, something. Because if you can't no, be in the ring, you. we got to keep this intense. you got to keep it going because. You're absolutely about, right. what, six to eight months possibly? That's what I mean. I don't know if he's going to continue here and there oh. with these promos or if they're going to do something. But but that one on Monday night was fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, he's back. Like, Robert he's really back. No, Robert, hmm. Robert brought up a good point. But What's Edge that? is the rated R superstar as a baby face. Can it work? No. Yes. Yes. Mm-mm. It worked against rated R. The rated R. The rated it worked R against. R. It worked against Del Rio for the world title. Before the, before the rated what, what, what R was more about the raunchiness no. and about the like sexuality with Lita and her like well, yeah, shirt that she would be wearing. Now, what if you like honed the rated Rness more to like a violent side, like a a cool anti-hero where he he's not afraid to be, you know. Yeah, like a tweener. Like a tweener kind of guy. Yeah. It work, you know, a little intensity. It's needed. And if we can uh, slip back to SmackDown for a second, because this is well deserving, we got to hand out the Hello Nurse Award. And it definitely goes to SmackDown superstar Dana Brooke for for, uh, this right right here. Any second. Because. Damn. <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> One more time. Hello, nurse. I mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a party. You got to have girls in bikinis. And, and who better than Dana Brooke if, you can, if you're watching right now? And if you're listening to us on podcast, Fox Den Productions got you. <laughs> Just search for, you, for us on YouTube. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was. Why are you there? I think it was uh, Dave from our group who posted that. And he was like, oh, hi, Dana. Did you know my name is Dave, too? And I started laughing. My I died. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Dave. Keep fighting. That's all we got to say. to <laughs> Keep shooting that shot, homie. Yeah, for real. Definitely. You only missed a shot. You don't take And if we could skip ahead a little bit to, uh, to Tuesday night. Um, we, Impact itself was interesting, but the biggest moment for me was the whole D'Lo Brown segment where he sat there at backstage and he was talking and he jumped up out of his chair and he started to walk away and they zoom in on the chair and you get what is clearly his old aces and eights vest on the back of the chair. And that's how the show ends. And again, this was another one of those edge moments where like, Oh shit! Are they coming back <laughs> now? If you want to link that to someone that is a free agent, 
that would be the big LG. Luke I was Gallows. just about to uh, go there, actually, say, like, if they were to make a comeback, who would you put in Aces and Eights? Well, Lou Gallows is the only real free agent out there that was in Aces and Eights because Bully Ray's in ROH. Right. right. Yeah. But ROH isn't exactly doing Devon's, anything. Devon's uh, retired and hey. working backstage. Mr. Anderson's yeah. still around. Yeah, he still works for NWA, but we'll touch he on that. He might work for NWA. We'll touch on we that in know. a little bit. Yeah, we're going to touch on that too. But he might. We don't know. Like, they've suspended everything and, you know. I don't feel like he was ne- He was never really a good fit for Aces and Eights anyways. He never really I was. didn't think so. Even, uh, I think it was Christian brought up in group, like, could they bring back Wes Briscoe? Because have you seen him lately? He doesn't even look like himself anymore. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I have. And it's sad, but. I don't know if they do that. Like, I could almost could you imagine if they if they brought in Gallows and Anderson and made them like the head of Aces and of Eights? Aces and Eights. It would take just them like away. Bullet Club, right? But but that's the thing. It would kind of move them away from the Bullet slash OC gimmick that they've been in for so long and give them something a little different, a little, you know, a little bit fresher, you know, it, it, but still be a nice fit for them. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. And no, James Storm's Robert. No, James Storm wasn't in Aces and yeah. Aces. No, no, he was I not. Can see, I can see for like a one-off appearance for Slammiversary. To, you know, hope, I mean, no one's going to be tuning in anyways, but they'll, it'll pop a huge uh, YouTube uh, view clip. Uh, I can see him throwing a big amount of money to Billy Ray and convincing Ring of Honor, who right now could probably use um, – a little bit of, you know, what do you call it? Cross promotion. Yeah. Um, pay yeah. for, you know, the rights to Billy Ray for the night. Because he would pop a huge pop. Let's admit that um, he still has nostalgic value. He's still a big name in the industry today. So I can see them bringing back him. And let's not forget who he <laughs> is uh, dating. One of Impact's hugest, uh, the Pigeons Are Loose, uh, Velvet Sky. I can see them wanting her back uh, for some kind of appearance that uh, night, too. And you know, so, package deal. She could take over money, like money. Velvet could take over like Miss Tessmacher's spot as yeah. like the Aces and Eights baby. Ring, and and I do love two comments. Yet to make a statement on the Marty Scrolls it's situation, right. so we don't even know where right. they stand. There's two comments I got to get to. One, our, our hobo clown friend saying that Aces and Eights were their best faction, hands down. And I kind of agree with you, homie. Nah, and uh, mafia. Felipe. Uh, uh, who who posted a great video for us on our on our birthday in Top Rope? You got to see that. It, it was like feels. He said, "Don't forget I'm Garrett off. Bischoff." <laughs> yeah, he was one too. of them too. Bischoff doing? I'm sure he's and doing nothing. Twenty bucks and give him a, a coupon to Outback Steakhouse. He'll be there. Right here's a here's a gift card to Pro Wrestling Tees. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> we will That's give you. We will. We will. Dinner, he's there. We will give you a 50 cent discount on one of our shirts. How about that? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's hard. Like, you know, with the guys that are out there that could be coming in, I mean, they could always kind of switch it up and put like, you know, if they get Gallows and Anderson, maybe they turn around, they get Eric Young and they put them all in aces and eights with maybe a couple of original members like D'Lo and Mr. Anderson, you know, to kind of give it that original feel, but then still make it new. Um, I know they're not going to get all the original members. They're just not. Like, D-Lo's not even wrestling. I mean, Devon's not even wrestling anymore. So, you're not getting him. 
You're, if we're talking just a one-off though, then all you really need is a bunch of guys like in those like skull masks, yeah. and, like, biker jackets, and right, just the vest bodies. and the and the yeah. flannel. And I don't the see. Mask. I don't know. I don't really. I don't. I man, I can't see them doing it like a long term. I think we said stable, it before. I don't know. But like in the time of COVID nineteen, what's better for wrestling than a faction that's all wearing masks? Wearing masks. Yeah, they were ahead of their first. time, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty cool. I'm definitely I'm looking forward to that. Um, and now we get to skip to Wednesday, which is pretty much the best goddamn night of the week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm and I got to tell you, I was kind of I was kind of not feeling that triple that triple threat on NXT with Keith Lee and Gargano and and Balor and the right. winner taking on Adam Cole. I didn't think it was going to be any good. It turned out to be pretty damn good from you know what what I had seen of it, and uh, I'm actually glad I'm actually glad Keith Lee won. I really, am. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody deserves I, two I belts, that he's getting the push he's getting. Yeah, I, I I love the push that he's finally getting. I love the fact that he has a chance to be a double champion. I even love him for the story he put out on social media during all this crap about how he was in a you know, in a bar and he met a lady and, you know, told her he was taken. And when he went to the bathroom and came back, there were fresh drinks waiting and they spent, you know, they hung out the rest of the night. And all he remembers is kind of stumbling to a car, waking up the next day in his room naked. And he doesn't know what happened and telling it and telling everybody like this kind of stuff could happen to pretty much anyone. Everybody. Yeah. It took a lot of balls to put that story out there, especially yeah, being him. You know, big, just monstrous-looking motherfucker. Like, no, this can happen to you, too. So as much as I don't want to talk about, like, all the crap and scandals, like, I had to bring that in. Because that's just, that that's a that's a unique story out there amongst the garbage, you know? <laughs> yeah. With all the with all the accusations and all the actual proof. Scandals of, and everything. And scandals and everything else. For guys like him and even TJP to come out and speak out and and tell you and give you a perspective that you don't hear, it's like good for you, bravo, fuck, just here you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely Absolutely. takes a lot for a man to admit that he's a victim. That's one thing they tell you in, in therapy and counseling that admitting that you're a victim is the hardest part. Admitting that you need that you're not, you know, as strong and flawless as your mind wants to, you know, pretend that you are. And for a man to speak out, that's props, and I love it. I love um, Mia Yim herself, too, another uh, quite big, huge advocate for domestic violence, a victim yeah. herself. Absolutely. Them, too, that's a money pair. And, and curveball, I'm going to just throw it out there as a master of the curveball. Of course he, he is. Do, uh, Keith Lee beats Cole, double champion, has both belts, gives Mia Yim the North American title. Could it, what? Why not? Wow. Change things up. Curveball, why not? There are a couple. That'd be craziness. I'd love to see that. Happen, I don't know if it's going to happen. That'd be, some, yeah, because, you know. that'd happen, be wild. Man, that would be some kind of crazy uh, storybook magical finish for these two guys, and they deserve everything. So, since, since we're talking about NXT, can I talk about the best fucking entrance in wrestling right now? Carrying is Karrion Cross hands, hands down. down. That yeah. is the best entrance <laughs> ever. Like, I saw it at TakeOver. I was like, oh, okay, they're doing this for TakeOver. Oh, no. no. I told no, you. That's his entrance. <laughs> that's his entrance. They, they, <laughs> are, time. they are doing everything right 
yeah. with Carrie and Cross. Like yeah. I, I, I was, it's I was like, like, they're gonna fucking turn him into a it is joke the, and a clown. Blah blah. blah. Like, like no, I didn't think it was no, gonna work. No, oh. he is the Karen animal Cross. that he's supposed to be. I yes. just hope they don't. You when he that, loses his first match, that he doesn't turn into entrance. a joke. You see that entrance, and you almost think Karrion Cross is like the next taker. Just all the dark, smoky, scary, macabre crap. Only Scarlet yeah. is a way better valet than Paul Bearer. Hands down. <laughs> a little prettier. Way better. Better look yeah. at. Whole nine. She can handle my urn any day. I, Love you. I wonder, though, I but. wonder, like, how much creative control does Karrion Cross have? Um, especially being in the in the WWE where they like to have control over everything. Is this part of his contract where he was like, this is what I would like to have control over my gimmick. Like, this is what well, I'll give you, but this is what I'm holding on to. I know with uh, Triple H, there's a little bit of wiggle room. There has been for certain guys. You yeah. Know, for Adam Cole, for even Ricochet when he came through, and obviously we see, you know, what's happened to him since. But but when he was in NXT... He had a lot of he had a lot of input on his character, and Triple H was willing to work with him. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of this is coming from Cross because a lot of this was a part of his gimmick in one oh, way yeah. or another coming in, and, and Triple H just adapted it, put a little you know put a little something on it, and just turned it into something. it up a little bit. Yeah, he he gave it that extra oomph, and, mm-hmm. and now it's just like it's it like his entrance. Even without Scarlet, although don't do it without Scarlet, but even without, it's fucking <laughs> breathtaking. It is. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, even her coming out and putting the hourglass on in front of Adam Cole and turning it, I was like, oh. <laughs> it's it's like a cinematic masterpiece. But I would a, just a mini yeah. one. A mini one. Like I, I know. Yes, I'm, I'm biased. I'm biased because I picked it to begin with when we were asked a few weeks back. But I would love to see Keith Lee win both belts and then. Carrying Cross immediately challenge him after the match, or jump him and then challenge him the following week. That would be great. Oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. That match would be. I'd be legitimately okay with that. I would be like legitimately glued to that. I won't watch Dynamite if that match is on. It's like, nope, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 even even uh, even Robert was saying that uh, Carrying Cross versus Bronson Reed was pretty good. It really was. It yeah. was probably his. It was probably, sadly, it was probably his most challenging match in NXT, and it was good, and it was great. But but you know, like Bronson Reed actually gave him more of a fight than than Champa did, which is like wow, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, holy shit, are you serious? But yeah, that it was it was a great match. I enjoyed that too. Uh, the thing that I. I got to bring it up because they do it all the time. And I know Evans mentioned it before. So I know he's probably going to have my back on this. I'm getting really sick of these multiple person matches for a number one contender. Like, you know, next week, fatal four way for the women's number one contender. For no reason. Why? It's like they'll have their number one contender already, but then they'll be like, well, you know what? It'll be fun. Let's do it. If you lose, you lose your number one contendership. So some right, like, I know they like, don't. I know they don't have matter. one. But like the only thing they can seem to do to crown a number one contender is have these like wild Everybody multiple get person. You get a shot. You get a shot. You get a shot. Yeah, you get, yeah you Oprah. Get shot. You get a shot. Yeah, you get a shot. You get a shot. And and it doesn't really solve anything because somebody gets a cheap win in the middle of a fatal four way, they become number one contender. But does that no really meat. disqualify anybody else that was in the match? No, you just got a cheap there's no win. Storyline build, like, there's no feud. And I know people, and I know there's going to be people out there that hear this and they're going to say, "Well, 
they do multiple man matches. What what would you do? All right. What would what would we do instead of like a triple threat, fatal four way, six pack challenge, five way ladder match, whatever? I'm a fan of I'm a fan of tournaments myself. Amen. That was my answer. Tournament. Crown a number one contender. Use it week by week so you can put it in the shows. You've got something plugged in and, like and you, you add around it. And you as the viewer get invested too. I mean, look at how invested we got with Drake Maverick. I mean, granted, there was a lot yes. more background story to it, but even without that background story, like you get so invested in who you want to win. That's what's yeah. about tournaments yeah. and competition. Even, even Robert said, what if they did, you know, what if they did weekly tournament matches? Yes. Yes, thank you, Robert. And, and again, you can say what you want about like the AEW rankings, but like at least it crowns a contender, and exactly. you don't have to have these crazy matches most of the time. They like okay, they had the casino ladder match at Double or Nothing. Outside of that, how else have they named number one contenders? Oh, you're top of the rankings, you're in. End of story. Whereas with NXT, they're just like, oh, here's a fatal four way, here's a triple threat, here's a six pack challenge. We're gonna put five women in a ladder in a, in a ladder match. Why? Well, even even in even in um, I'm not saying the they gotta have roster, rankings. Even in the main roster, they do that because I mean, like, look at the women's tag team match. Oh yeah, yep. they stay doing it throughout WWE. Mm-hmm. It's just another example of it. But I'm just saying, it's what, become like, their staple. Have, you have so much time on television. Mm-hmm. Have a tournament. How about the Intercontinental Title Tournament? Do we enjoy that? And, and do we enjoy getting Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles in the final? Oh, yeah. It was great. Did they have to have a 22-way match for number one contendership to the Intercontinental title or winner gets the championship? No. They had a tournament. It was good. It ended up with a good final and a great match. That's all you got to do. Robert said AEW ranking system don't mean dick. Exact words. Well, if it doesn't mean dick, then how? why does it help with like number one? You know what does mean dick? Richard. Richard means dick. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> but it does mean rankings. Because, you know, again, going into, going in, you know, Jericho, when Jericho was champion, who was the number one ranked contender? John Moxley. Who got the title match? John Moxley. Who won the title? John Moxley. It's that simple. Yeah. It could be that simple. You don't have to have rankings. I'm not saying that you do, but you could at least have a tournament to crown a number one contender. Mm hmm. It, it's interesting. It, it plugs in matches for you week after week, leading into a pay per view. I mean, it, it, builds, it things, builds high stakes. Each win matters, and it leads exactly. to exactly. And it, it's how most things are decided. I mean, I hate to bring it up again, but because I love it so much, look at RuPaul's Drag Race. Every that is a tournament in and of itself. Every yep. week, someone gets eliminated, and right. one with one less girl. Goodbye. Bye. Exactly. Yeah. It's more, it's more interesting that way than just having these random, like, we're going to throw a hodgepodge of people out there and have some crazy match where somebody looks like they're going to win and then the other person throws them out of the ring, gets the pin, and now they're number one contender. Does that really mean you're, you're, you're like a genuine number one contender? No, you just got lucky. It's, it's, so what it was the point of the whole damn thing? It shows a lack of ability to be able to form a, a quality singles match. They can't build up the stakes enough. So they feel they need to add, like, if you, if you put, like, two more people, then this win gets no extra. You, you beat five people in one match. Wowzers! When instead you want, I want, like, one person, one person, big. And you said they've clawed their way through this tournament. They yeah. fought their way there, and now this is the finals. And we're on the edge of our seats yeah, like, waiting to see who wins. For instance, 
Nothing got me angrier than when they took the King of the Ring tournament and turned it from one-on-one matches to where you advance to, oh, well, now we're going to have a triple threat and the winner of this advances. I don't give a shit the reason why. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't new. It wasn't fun. It, it just sucked. Flat out sucked out loud. It really did. Because usually the King of the Ring tournament winner has to climb that mountain and go one by one and everything else. So to just change it up for the sake of changing it up and making it more your style these days sucked. Yeah. Sorry. It sucked. I mean, that, that's <laughs> what was so exciting about the King of the Ring tournament, like seeing that, that gradual build towards a climax. Right. <laughs> you know, even a tournament Speaking. like Felipe said with the, uh, the G1 climax format, like, yeah, that'd be cool. They used to do stuff like that in impact back in the oh, day. Yeah. Yeah, similar the glory series. BFG series. Yes points and, and that would be stuff, cool yeah. too like i'd be fine with that but stop with the multiple man or woman crap it proves nothing yeah. it solves nothing it just leaves a log jam at the top when somebody gets a cheap win and usually most people are pissed off they won anyway <laughs> like it's it's exciting if it gets done every once in a while but when it's a weekly thing yeah over and over every yeah. freaking time yes yes exactly <laughs> it's like eating the same thing every day for like a whole year. I feel like Wendy is in my brain. Get out of here. Stop. We're here, bro. We're here. You know this. No means no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Go right ahead. Just just wear a condom. I have a a really dirty fucking mind. I really do. Mm. You have no idea. (laughs) You may think you know. (laughs) You'd be amazed, friend. But yeah, is there anything else from NXT that we need to try to cover? I think we pretty much... I agree with Felipe. I miss King of the Ring as well. Mm-hmm. I do too. Well, they no, had it last year, but like they screwed it up. And then hopefully they'll have it again this year because I'm so sick of King Corbin at this point too. Like, it, enough. Exhausted <laughs> by him. If we're all good, let's move on to Dynamite because there was actually there was a lot there too that like wow. That's all. It's just wow. And I think um, yes, one of the things I have to start off with that that Evan was alluding to, not only did we get the Lucha Brothers return, but the much-anticipated return of Pentagon Jr. Right in the back of that pickup truck. I lost my mind. Welcome back, dude. No, they were... They were Mad the, 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 right the butcher, The Butcher and the Blade tried to steal the pickup truck. And while FTR... No, didn't try. They did. They, they did. basically did. They but did. before... That was mm. after. Before, they're in the pickup. They're talking to him. And you and and I don't know if Dynamite meant to or not, but when they cut to a camera shot, you saw the two of them standing behind FTR. And as soon as they did, I was just like, was oh, my like God, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" That was all awesome. I know, all I know is that they better not drop the ball. And, and someone needs to tweet this out to Tony Khan. They need to call these guys the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bros. It just yes, oh, name right there. Bros. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, you can get rid of Phoenix and just call him the Butcher, the Blade, and the Breaker of Bones. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> See how that flowed? <laughs> it had like but that that's rhythm. Such a, that's such a great team up though. Cause it really is. Butcher yeah. Bros have like all the flips and the, the high dives, whereas mm-hmm. Butcher and Blade are just like ground Punch and you in the face, and yeah. Just, yeah. They're so very smash like mouth like FTR. And so yeah. this, this, and, and by the way, FTR versus, uh, Christ, who do they fight? That's to you. Why did I forget that? Oh my God. Brain force. FTR versus SCU. Uh, Fucking believable. Oh, just. 
like a, a, again, it's one of those times where in wrestling you just you bust that wrestling nut and you're sitting yeah. back with a cigarette. And like, you know what? what and kind of a sandwich. Dude, speaking of busting that nut, how about AEW teasing? We the the match we've wanted for years and years has been the Bucks and the Revival. And, yeah, and, and and they're in the same ring together. And now we're having like, an eight oh, man. Like, now we're having yeah. an eight man. They can't right. cross streams yet. Because now at, at Fighter Fest, we're having an eight yeah, man. The us. Butcher, the Blade, and the Bros versus FTR and the Bucks. And I think this is perfectly set up because like Butcher and the Blade and FTR are Smash Mouth. Lucha oh, yeah. Bros and the Young Bucks are like the crazy, flipping, do whatever to win kind of yep, tag yep. team. So you throw these four in, the, you throw these eight in the ring, and you're like, holy shit, my head's going to explode. <laughs> Like, Robert Fighter just Fest said, is gonna be so Robert good. Just said, uh, yo, eight man tag at Fighter Fest will be good. I'd like to see how their styles would mesh and what kind of compromises will be made. Yeah, solid. Yeah, that's love, true. Like that. and, and by the way, the, uh, we see we see all the 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 Cerro Miedos in the in the in the yeah. chat here, and we're right there with you because that's all we were doing for like <laughs> half an hour. The only thing that would make my head explode even like further, like Death Star explosion levels, mm-hmm. would be if they made the elimination. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. This will last longer. I don't want to bust my nuts so quick. I want to like. Uh, yeah, it, you gotta let it marinate. You gotta let it keep. You gotta you gotta drag it out so it finally happens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it yeah, ending. That's a good one. One of those. It's one of those where like, I want the crowd. If there was a crowd safety mask, whatever, first chanting "fight forever." You know, that's one. Yeah. Of like I don't. In the ring. I don't have the soundboard up because I'm looking at the comments, but I'll just give it to you. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> in my in my notes, in my notes for dynamite, voice. I put a SCU versus FTR, amazing tag team action. Both teams showed great tandem work. A total clinic on good and proper tag work. Yes. Yeah, that nails it right there. That was, and that's the thing. I can't tell you what was better, whether it was the match or all the crap that ensued after, with the Lucha Bros popping up and the box coming out and the truck getting it. stolen. I don't know all what was it. better because the match was amazing, but then after the match, all that shit was amazing too. Like it all just worked out so beautifully. Chef's kiss. It was. What if they did do the elimination? And it came down to like Matt and Dax on one side, or Ooh. Nick and Cash. That would be insane. And they'd have to work together. Wow. So, <laughs> so make Melcher driver together. Even our homeboy Brian, the uh, our group's NXT champion, says, you know, Survivor Series style would be perfect. Yes. Yes, it would. Yeah. I would I would totally be I'd totally support that if that's we're what all on board with that. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. I, I think everybody would be okay with that. If you're not okay with it, by the way, when you see this on YouTube, leave the comment below. <laughs> Even, Look, even I, the unicorns on board with it. So. I want to. I want to see Kaz and Sky versus FTR. Yeah, I mean they've they've already they've said it a, a few times now. They're going to have Sky trying to you know devote his time to the, the singles division, singles. and they're and they're using Daniels and Kaz together as a tag team. So, but I would still like to see that. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. They're still SCU. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're still SCU. They're still SCU. They're just trying to branch out a little bit and and maybe you know all end up maybe one day with belts, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, I put my like sad hat on right now. I am really sad that the worst city in the world gimmick has gone away. Is anybody was, else sad? No, I was thinking that too. Like whatever happened to this is the worst town I've ever been in. They became like, baby they, faces. 
They I got, haven't. Yeah. It's the same town yeah, forever. Oh, no, but if you, how much can you insult that one town? I mean, it is Tampa. Yeah, you're in Dave's place. It's Jacksonville. Jackson, oh, that's right. If you think about Jacksonville, it. Jacksonville, Tampa. Go back. Jacksonville, same. that's a go back to, to like, Go back to like Fighter Fest last year, I believe it was. And they were standing in the ring and Sky was screaming in a Jacksonville shirt where it was colored shirt, like for the Jags yes. where it was yep. written. This is the worst town I've ever been in. And the whole crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah. And now you stop doing it? Like, I guess I get that they're faces, but at the same time, when he said it, there was this huge pop. So you don't really need to get them to stop saying it in order to not be faces because it's fucking over. So (laughs) it it just might be because they've been stuck in the same terrible town since like four, five ever. Daily's place true so maybe maybe like post pandemic whenever that is they'll start it up again i don't know i hope so maybe when there's more of a crowd you know to get that pop so people don't like you know accidentally mistake it for you know oh they're hating on us yeah. you know that sort of thing i don't know where is jacksonville though but I, I, I'm with you, Brucey. I thought about that too. Like every time I saw SCU come out, I live with in Florida, guy or whatever. Like, <laughs> I have my reasons. She has no shame. Florida. Don't try. <laughs> I don't know what shame is, but I do know what Florida is. Horrible. Are you holding a grudge because you couldn't get on the teacups at Disney? Uh, fun fact: I've never been. <laughs> Dude, I know it's a party, but I was about to spit beer on everything. Don't do that. <laughs> I've never been, so I haven't been rejected yet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I think I think you'll be fine. Oh, the battle bowl concept. I do vaguely remember that. That is, that is pretty good. Let's just say okay. fuck it and put up the three tier friggin' hell in a cell. The war chamber. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> The cage on top of the cage on top of the cage. cage. Keep getting the one where you have to go all the way to the top, grab the belt, and bring it all the way back to the ring. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the war chamber. I don't know. WCW's been a minute, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. (laughs) That Um, was a joke, everybody. That was a joke. I'm just. How about old school uh, TNA when they had that big red like battle dome cage and you had to like climb out the exit and homicide gassed out, like fucking died, couldn't make it out. That was insane. Yeah. I thought he wasn't going to, like, collapse. Yeah, that was crazy, too. Yeah, that only did that match one time because I realized how impossible it was to, like, climb upside down and then, like, pull yourself out like a little, like, tiny hole. Yeah, it was like an X Division match meets a cage a cage match. It was insane. It's, yeah. But, um, yeah, actually, Robert just brought up. It was horrible on the ice. Robert just brought up one of the, the topics that I wanted to get into next from Dynamite, and that is mm-hmm. the, the saga that has become Brody Lee. And Colt Cabana, because obviously we've all been kind of fans of this this uh, Wendy calls them high class Jersey trash team. I love them. And oh no, we lost Brucey. Oh, there he is. Okay, He's back. So we're all fans of like Sonny and Janella, and, and they had a great match, but they eventually lost to Cabana and Brody Lee, um, with some assistance from the Dark Order here and there. And even though you saw Cabana kind of leave with them, obviously he's still rocking the gimmick. He hasn't quite sold or bought into this Dark Order. He's in. What do you guys think of this whole thing? Like, are you interested to see where it goes? Do you think Colt will join? I I do want to see where it goes. I I think think Colt will eventually be lured to the dark side. We're going to get like a darker, more aggressive Colt, which I look forward to. Um, 
Yeah, so I think he's definitely, definitely one of us. One of us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm Google, not one Google. of you. Okay, so I, I got to say. Join, I want to see Boom Boom join the Dark Order and then change his name to Colt Cabana with the U, you know, Colt. <laughs> 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 it's okay. It's a birthday. I'm not allowed. Hey, yo. Dad, you can do it. No, yeah, I think, I think he's going to join. I think he's going to be dark and spooky for a while and then, like, come, um, Someone went big pay per view, whether the double, double or nothing, whatever. Um, um, there's gonna be a big swerve, and he's gonna unravel and, and tear apart, uh, try to tear apart from the inside. And we're gonna get Brody Cole, uh, Cole as their um, big match. We're I, gotta, I gotta say, I'm I very okay. I gotta right? say, I'm very interested in where the story is going to go. I don't know if I want to see Colt Cabana become a gimp, I just don't. I mean, I, again, even Robert says I don't ever recall a time where Colt was a heel. Was a heel, and I don't that's either. Why. That's what's that's so why he's doing about it. it. Exactly. But he's so I, good at yeah. what he does. He's so like light and funny and goofy, but think he's about, getting the ring and kicking ass. But maybe he wants to change it up a little bit. Think right? about like Jim Carrey. Think about like Jim Carrey when he took on like some of these like deeper, darker, more serious. And roles. it ruined his career. No, no it did not. No, it really no, did. It did not. No, it did not. <laughs> It really did. Look at look at Jim Carrey and Robin Adam Williams. Sandler. Adam Sandler was like, yeah, I want to touch the hiney. And now he's like deep brooding, uh, old man Sandler. And we're like, got the feels for him. Right, right. Before his teachers had a pee in our pants. And now we're like life lessons. Like, I, I, like, I like the original Adam Sandler, the original Jim Carrey, because they made such an impact on him. And Boom Boom is one of those guys. I'm just saying with age comes a little bit of, of uh, maturity, a little darkness. We don't see the bright side of life anymore. As we age, we get jaded. You have plenty of time works. to be dark, Colt. It that time's over. <laughs> I'm sorry. We uh, haven't got Bruce in on this show. What do you say, homeboy? This this is probably going to be one of the best things that's happened, and you know, like he needs to be a heel. He needs to he needs to make this turn. And honestly, I I, I think it's a done fucking deal. But I also agree with Evan. He's going to be the the guy that unravels from the inside. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like him, the Beaver Boys, and Ten versus. Uh, Evil Uno, Grayson, Brody Lee, and four, like in in a in a in, in a four man tag yeah. match, build, building up to that big match of Colt versus Brody Lee. Yeah, it's just so hard to think of him as just a number with that personality. He's not going to be a number. He's still going to be Colt Cabana. Yeah, yeah, but he's going to end up like he's going to end up like here's this is number 17 like is that what you really No, he's not he's going to be colt cabana but he's going to come out (laughs) in all black tights and all black gear and maybe wear a jacket with a hood over it when he comes out and he's going to take it off and he's going to beat the shit out of people okay some dark some Uh, dark uh, uh, industrial remix of his music i like that Robert took a scary robert took a (laughs) evan's little joke and took it even further he's like uh, it, Colt, uh, Colt could turn, and and he could be a real cult of personality. Uh, uh, ah, badoonch. See, see, No, no, I, I definitely, I mean, I, I dig the story, and and I'm really, I'm really falling in love with like Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. I think they're yes. a great tag team. They like, are they, fantastic. They've together. meshed so quickly. Um, I loved, I loved, can I just say? And I we get Sunny on Dynamite, which is something yeah, no, 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 no. we need. 
I loved it when they were like before the match started and they're standing next to each other and Sonny's playing with Janela's hair. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay, it was I adorable. Was, I- I was watching this like one in the morning when I came home from work with Joey Janelle in the, the supermarket buying Lunchables. Is that what, yes, what he was buying? Yes. Yes. Lunchables. And then they get into like that. They get into like that Lucha Underground fight in the parking lot. Like you remember those old Lucha Underground vignettes? All of a sudden that breaks out in the parking lot with Colt, with, with Joey and with, and with Sonny. Yeah. And it was, and it was amazing. And, and uh, then he like bitched even Excalibur. I think Excalibur was the one. Yeah, Excalibur was the one that brought it up. He said, uh, "You know, look at Sunny Go. It's like it's like this is her first time on Dynamite, and it's like, yeah, it really fucking is." Yeah. <laughs> I finally got her on Dynamite. Like we finally mm. did, which is awesome. I, I I love her. She she's amazing. Rocking them booty shorts. How about that? When the guys walked up on her, I'm like, whoa. I forget. She's I think right? it was. Huh? I think it might have been Brian last night in our discussion thread while we were watching along, and he said, you know, Sonny's outfit is definitely not PG, and I was like, mm-hmm. it never has been, bro, and it never will. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the world of Sunny Kiss, huh? There is no such thing as PG for with with Sunny Kiss or AEW. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why it's an interesting tag team, right? And and how about the uh, the confrontation that led to the brawl between between La Champion and and, and freshly squeezed man? Can who, who knew he had those size Clementines just hanging? Yeah. He's got some some. Pomelo grapefruit thing. You ever seen those? Right. Like the just balls The most amazing part of that segment was um on social media, uh, a few of the other wrestling groups that I'm in, not as amazing as ours, nowhere near it. Um speaking of which, go to Top Rope, Top Rope Wrestling Talk on Facebook, find the group. But anyways, on these other inferior wrestling groups, there was a lot, a lot of people saying, Man, Orange Cassie, I never thought I had he had it. You know, I was a doubter. He proved me wrong. There Wendy. were a lot of people uh-huh. whose eyes were. There like, were a lot. What? Doubter. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. They, they thought they would never see him in a, a main event scene. Total doubter. Uh, literally, it was a main event back to back promo with no words, and this dude killed it. Grandma Wendy, conspirator. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I don't know what you guys are talking about. I... Mm-hmm. Can, can we. Look, she couldn't even get it out without freezing. Like Uh-oh. we we t- we we just we just did a lot with Orange Cassidy right there. Can can we um shout out Chris Jericho for all the talent he's put over since he's yes. come to AEW? Yes, absolutely. Oh New talent. Actually, one New of talent. Talent. In my paycheck. Without a shadow actually, of a that doubt. That's actually in my note. Jericho that, did a great job putting Cassidy over. I mean, Jericho. And, and, and it's not just Cassidy. It's Jungle Boy. It's all yeah, of these, all, all of these, these young say, guys. I don't think there's anybody else in AEW that's put more guys over, except maybe Cody. Cody. Yeah. He and Jericho just do everything do it, they can to like put these guys over and get them noticed and get them that respect on, like, put that respect on their names, whether they win or not. You know, they come out from the from the program with these guys in so much better shape with a better reputation. People see what they really are, and they're like, "Wow!" And, and you and you did because someone like Jericho or someone like Cody talks so highly of them to begin with, like Cody with Ricky Starks last week, and now Jericho with with Orange Cassidy this week. If you didn't know these guys or you had ideas in your head, by the time they were done talking and you were done watching, you were like, "Okay, 
I'm in. I, I like I him now. Love to, I would love to have seen their, their Twitter accounts, how many followers they had before that segment, and then, like, after their after segment the- on the AEW. See how many, like, thousands of new eyeballs are following it and trying to figure yeah. out what the is hell the pockets and, the, you know, what that's all about. Is there any way we can get Jericho to put us over? Like, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be on AEW. Just like talk is Jericho or something. You know, just put us over so that our followers go from like wherever to like. He's going to lock me up in the walls of Jericho if he needs to. I'll take oh, yeah. one for the team. No, I'll, I'll take a, a Judas effect or something, whatever you yeah. want. Codebreaker, you name it. I got a few bumps. I got a few bumps left in me, homie. Let's do it. <laughs> I did yeah, put in my notes. I put in my notes. Back to to Cassidy and Jericho real quick. Uh, what is it? Fighter Fighter <laughs> Press match. Sorry, I can't read my own handwriting because I was writing so quickly. I was so excited. Fighter Press match. Should, Fighter Press match should be no DQ. Let them fight. Yes. That would be yeah. amazing. Would be yes, just a I, just a Jacksonville street fight. <laughs> I I love how Jericho pointed out how orange cassidy completely re not reinvented but how did he put it you got you got to be different and he is the epitome of different in professional wrestling because stands out in professional wrestling it's all about doing something Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. does nothing right and gets and gets over more than these guys that do everything Really, he does the laziest thumbs up. What? He's like if the if, if yeah, like the TV show Felipe was a wrestler. Um, yes. Um, yes. Even yes. the comparison, <laughs> the comparison that Jericho made to Orange Cassidy and, and what Brian Pillman had said all those years ago. Yeah, I thought was like, Mwah. you know, he, he, Felipe just yes. put it up, and I was like, holy shit, dude. Yes, you know, it, it's it's true. Like the way he he compared Orange Cassidy to what Brian Pillman had said years ago i was like wow this dude just got yeah. like big like if your name is in the same sentence with brian pillman you just got a nice push no matter what <laughs> you got a, yeah. it was one of these right here right like hey that's pretty good um but yeah, i was, was the uh, thing that i was waiting for is at the very end after jericho went through the table and he put the ray-bans on all all he needed to do to top that off is just put his hands, hands in, in the pants so right yeah. that i don't think he could though would have the the he needed to dip his hands in some but oil again first and then he could... the balls the balls on orange cassidy which jericho already told him if you try that crap little sloth kick stuff on me i will not oh no he just like throat. Mm, and, mm. and the next minute he just dink i love dink, that dink i was like oh <laughs> the su- this, but the super kicks what did the most damage i Even couldn't the, believe the oh, damage always. i did to jericho oh, it's brutal but you know it was like the whole time he's kicking him like i dare you i double dog dare you i triple dog dare you now you gotta do it <laughs> he was just so do, fucking huh? like defying yeah. in the face of like a goat you know <laughs> It's like, when I tell my, it's like when I tell my kids at home, like, don't touch. And they have to go. Like, and they look at me. And I'm not they, touching it. I'm not touching it. Ah, yeah. ah did I touch it? You don't know. It's kind of like yeah, when your little brother's like, I'm not touching you. Right. Yeah. I'm touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not yet. Not yet. Almost. Almost. No, didn't do it. Oh, maybe I will now. That was Cassie right there. He was poking the bear. He was fucking pushing that button. And again, the little kid. And again, crazy respect for that guy. Like yeah. he, to, to hear Jericho say that, I'd be like, mm-hmm, "Dink, dink!" I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." Now, 
question to you guys with the possibility um, of Moxley not being able to make Fighter Fest. Do we think Orange Cassidy Jericho um, is like the, the final main event of the both nights? Is this closed off Fighter Fest? Oh, I, no, I think they'll move Cody over to the second show. Because right now on, on night one, they have three championship matches. Mm-hmm. They've got. By the way, if we could take a moment, it, it's kind of difficult to be in the Mox family right now. Because we heard yeah. on Dynamite, Mox hadn't shown up because he, he came in contact with somebody with pro, that had COVID. We did not know that somebody was Renee. After they broke, and this down. is and this is after they already canceled her show this week. You know, because backstage is no more. Not that I watched yeah. it, but it's backstage is no more. Then it's be for pay per views only. Yeah. Then she gets COVID. Then Mox possibly has it. It's like, oh man, yeah. it's a shitty week to be your family. That's all I can say. <laughs> Well, no, Mox tested negative for it. So oh, did he? okay. He's got he's got one more test he has to take before Fighter Fest to be but even then, weird to wrestle. You gotta, like, on the show. you gotta like seclude yourself from Renee. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> you gotta yeah. isolate yourself from that. Fourteen oh. days away from your wife. Oh man. Oh. oh. As if Shark Week is it bad enough? <laughs> did I just say that out loud? <laughs> Do you think we? Do you think Cage gets a different opponent, or, or I mean, the title match is clearly off the off the. You know, if if it's off the picture, what do you, do you think we give Cage a different opponent? Or what uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think they're either going to give Cage absolutely. a different opponent, or give him Luchas. If if Mox does have COVID, maybe they strip him of the title, and maybe they put a match together for the vacant championship, and Mox no. gets you know first crack at whoever wins. AEW will not strip him because of this. But no, that's what I mean. Are they going to then leave Brian Cage off TV after all he's been doing? Since oh, he up? hell no! They'll bring in like Jeff Cobb or something and keep keep it keep him uh, Okay, then I'd be cool with that. But uh, mm. I don't know if they'll go without an AD, AEW title match at this point when they've been building it up for since Double or Nothing, basically. And then, and then we saw we saw uh, Triple H and Vinnie Mac over there on Wednesday. Uh, Counterpart, they have their counter programming now with the Great American Bash coming up, making that another a two week event. Coincidentally, on the first and the eighth as well. Um, you know, I mean, AEW this week came out behind NXT in the ratings. Mm. We got to put something up up next next two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, you would hope, yeah. You got to think that you know. I know there's some stuff that they have planned for NXT, but you got to think they're hoping that Fighter Fest like blows NXT out of the water, regardless. Because right. it's, it's basically it was a free show last year. It was just on an app and considered a pay per view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's considered a live TV pay per view type show. Yeah. So well, the rumors were that they wanted to run it in the UK originally, but because mm-hmm. of all of this COVID they did. stuff, yeah, that would have been crazy. Now. No, that was the. I, I'm pretty sure that was the original plan, and yeah. then of course the pandemic broke out, and it was like plan gone. Hit. You know, 2020 happened. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so depending, we could have had PETA at a live event until COVID came along. <laughs> yeah, we've seen hope right there in the front row, stone to the right? gills, like, yeah, like hope, Moxley, hope and PETA. Drinking some beers, stoned as hell. Yeah. It would have been fun. They could have got us a lot uh, of live to hope. Much love, girl. Yes, much love to hope. My chicken. <laughs> mm-hmm. We mi- By the way, we miss you, Peter. Where you been with the... <laughs> 
But yeah. Oh, no, um, Wendy, we will not fight. <laughs> I saw that. I was laughing at that in the back. I saw you, you. Do you want me to fight Bruce for you on behalf of his sister? I'm like, do it. <laughs> I'll drive down there. I'll, I'll get in that. I'll get my turquoise mermaid and I'll haul ass. Do it now. I mean, I'll buy you a beer afterwards, but. Or root beer, I should and, say. And we'll Robert root brought, beer floats afterwards. I think it was oh, okay, Robert man, again. Black, black and blue he, uh, and blue. It'll be great. Yeah, I think it was Robert again. He brought up that, like, you know, Cornette fed into a lot of this hatred for Orange Cassidy. Go figure. But he's also been feeding, he's also been fe- fueling the fire of, you know, hate towards uh, Jim Ross, too, which Brucey had brought up earlier. And, uh, Saying things along the lines like JR is ruining his legacy by working in AEW. I mean, does anybody here agree with that in the first place? Jesus, no. No. If anything, Cornette is ruining his own legacy between his mouth and then the crap that's coming out about him, which is cringy. Mouthing Get hilarious. You know, about, you know, people say, talent saying that, you know, when OVW, that. They, he and his wife were trying to coerce talent to come and you know basically have like three ways with him or whatever and and his response to it was i have an interesting sex life uh, oh i feel better oh god corny sex can i can i get a bleach shower yeah Right. Is there any is there any possible way on earth that I could get in a tub of like boiling kerosene and just unclean my body somehow? (laughs) It's yeah, it's oh foul. Foul. Like I need one of those decontamination rooms you walk through and they just Right? Yeah. I might work unclean chemical burn shower, you just pull it. Yes. Yeah. Hot oil on you, you just wash it off. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it, anything that like yeah. consenting adults want to do is fine. But when you think about corny doing it, you're like, I don't want to mm. think about it. I don't want to think no. about it. I don't either. It just keeps coming back in my head. Stop I get it. mental Stop pictures. Of like, oh, oh. So okay, because oh bad, bad mental picture, and and kind of back to the AEW title picture with Mox Felipe made a point. He said, I think AEW <laughs> will wait or do an interim champion now see that is something i could see aew doing kind of like what yeah. ufc does when a champion gets hurt they name do it like interim. an interim yeah so yeah. They, they could say brian, brian cage was number one interim. he's the interim champion mm-hmm. and he's going to take on so-and-so at fighter fest and then when, and then mox, when comes mox comes back, comes back yeah. they have their one-on-one yeah, yeah kind of like how nxt had planned before um they dropped the interim logo yeah. because the real champ of is Devlin. kind of in hot yeah. water overseas asshole so um, now I guess Escobar is the Let's go back champ. further than that too because yeah. there were let's go back further than that because there were no allegations involved like when uh when Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon both mm. had the Intercontinental title and eventually they came together for a ladder match to unify those titles. You could do something like that with Mox and Cage down the yeah. line. But you could say Cage is the interim champ. He's going to defend a Fighter Fest against Blank and eventually when Mox comes back We'll put the two in the ring, and whoever wins will be the the real world champion. I'd be cool with that. And Taz can keep that story going the whole time. Like Cage is oh, the real yeah. champ. Cage is the real champ. Moxley, you, you dude, you Taz. I mean, Taz could keep anything going. The way he cuts a promo. Oh my god! Like twenty three years of just golden promos, left, right, center. <laughs> yep. Like, I just missed him overall. I missed him at a commentary table. I missed him cutting promos. I, I still kind of miss him in the ring. 
But if there's any more of a perfect combination than those two, I don't know what it is. Like, you've got the human suplex machine backing the fucking machine. It's that, perfect. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that promo that he did where he, or that, that segment where he was, like, scientifically breaking oh, down. Oh, breaking down the moves. Match. Yes, that was, that was fucking awesome. Okay, Stu, we'll leave Corny alone and we'll get off your lawn. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Jim Ross is not ruining his legacy. He's just adding to it. I mean, it, did they say this when he went to New Japan? No. He wasn't even in New Japan. He was in a studio in America yeah. recording right. while watching it. When he was working in conjunction with them, did anybody say that? No. So why would he be now? What would be, you know, the fact that he's talking up Cody Rhodes? Oh, yeah, ruining that legacy. And in New Japan, he wasn't, or with New Japan, he wasn't doing his best work. But nobody said anything like and ruining your legacy like, or anything. Like here's the thing, like like we think of New Japan just as another show. Now, how many average wrestling fans in America you think actually watch New Japan and knew about JR doing that? Um, Probably not a lot. Oh because 97 percent of Americans that watch wrestling are WWE fans, and that's right. all they say, watch. Overall, I know there's a lot of diehard guys like us and, and people in our group. No, there there overall, is. Overall, it's maybe 15, 20% of, a, of the entire wrestling group of fans all over, out, you know, especially in the States, that had no idea he was doing that. Like, you might mm-hmm. hear it on the show and say, wait, what? You know, and that's and that's fine. You don't have to. You're missing out on some great shit, but you don't have to. <laughs> and Felipe made a point right now. Actually, Jim Ross has been better the last couple of months. He has. Yeah, he really has. I think I think AEW for him did what uh, it did for a lot of fans in general. It reinvigorated our love and passion for wrestling. AEW AEW did for him what Evil Evan has done for us. They just brought us up to that next level, got us all pumped, you know. Like how many how many of us on our game? How many of us were just jaded and bored with wrestling? A lot of people. Like if it wasn't Mm -hmm. indie, I was like, why am I even bothering? I can't Mondays and Thursdays, Fridays, whatever. I couldn't be bothered anymore. And then AEW came in, and I was like, (laughs) wait, what? Uh, Ben just showed up. Hi, Ben. Ben. (laughs) How's it going, big guy? Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I was right there with you, and, you know, AEW started to come in, and, and honestly, I was probably watching more, like, New Japan and ROH than I was watching WWE mm-hmm. or anything else, and, and you know, when I find, when I saw All In, I was like, wow, this is this is pretty fucking good. Like, they, they ought to do something with this beyond this show, because it was basically just a dare, like, you guys can't pull this off, and Cody and the Bucks said, bet we can. And then they went and did it. And when they did it, it was a little rough. But overall, you were like, there's something here. And then all of a sudden, yes. AEW is, you know, is, is, this, is this thing and it's coming. And you're like, oh, shit, I can't wait for this. And when it did they- you, you know, it, it, it lived up to its hype. But I think the also, the thing with JR and all these guys, is like the women's division. Like, you, you walk into a situation, you don't really know the people that you're working with or their styles or whatever else. And then as time goes by, you learn that stuff. You develop chemistry. You do whatever. And so later down the line, you come leaps and bounds because now you're comfortable with the people that you're working with. And JR, I mean, he hadn't worked with Tony Schiavone in 20 years. 
he had never worked with Excalibur. He was more comfortable, if you remember the older shows, with like Taz at the table yeah. with him because he had worked with yeah. Taz in the past. He had yeah, not worked before. with Excalibur at all, and he had not worked with Tony Schiavone in decades. So to finally get that to that level where they're all comfortable with one another and develop like a rapport and a chemistry, now Jim, now it looks like Jim Ross is doing better because maybe he was phoning it. He wasn't. He just didn't know the guys that he was working with. He, he either hadn't worked with them or never did. It, you know, either not a long time or never. It takes a minute. And now that you've seen it develop over the course of six months on TV or so, it works. Yep. Uh, Brian, Brian, you're, you're my boy. He said, Bruce is right, unfortunately. Yeah, I thank, agree. Th- thank you. Thank I agree. You. To the majority of American wrestling fans, yeah, if, it ain't, if it ain't WWE, then it's not the big league. No, wrestling. Look, yeah. Look at how WWE treats wrestlers who've been in other promotions, such as Sting or Vader. Yeah, that's true. And I like Robert say he he started watching New Japan when they announced Wrestle Kingdom Nine through Global Force. Way to be real, because like Global Force yeah. was kind of, but you know, but yeah. Any way you any way you find out about it and start watching it, like if you haven't seen it, it's damn good. You want to? <laughs> They're even back now. We got the. I got to catch up on the New Japan Cup. Like I'm excited about all that. Um, I'm just. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, see what they. You know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in general. I still, it, you know, I can watch it without English commentary, but I prefer. So you got to wait a few days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think what else do we have. Oh, we had another semi uh AEW related question that Grandma Wendy had brought up earlier. And it had to do with a uh, a certain woman who uh is dated is is the muse of a man having a midlife crisis in AEW. Oh yeah. I was like, what question did I bring up? What? It was about oh. Al, uh, about Allie. Remember? Yeah, you asked, when you, know, you said yeah, when you said muse, I was like, oh, okay. I just remembered. Yes. Ah. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even smoke pot, and I can't remember anything. <laughs> I'm bracing myself because she's grandma. Do you do you want to ask the question now, or do you want me to do? It? Uh, sure. Um, so how do we feel about Allie? Is she better as the bunny or Cutie's babe? Oh, bunny, all day. Do you feel that? Bruce, looks- wait, give Bruce a second. He's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> He's triggered. like, <laughs> say your piece, Bruce. Give me your two cents. That head I, pop right wants off to hear it. I fucking hate this QT Marshall shit. I fucking hate it. She had the yes. opportunity to be the evil bunny again, like we had in friggin' Impact, and she was amazing, and she had that platform to go there with the Butcher and the Blade. Why the they way, separated them? Hot. <laughs> and the thing is, is there was like no mute. This is one of the beefs that I, you know, very rarely have with AEW. Is there was no split. Right. There was, it was no. Just yeah, it was just. It was hey, one day she's over there flirting with QT, and I'm like, why isn't hey, she look, on the other side right. of the ring? Remember, she yeah. had that thing where she started hitting on Orange Cassidy. She took his sunglasses off, she put them yeah. on, all that good shit, and then that just kind of petered out. Fizzled away. All of a sudden, there she was with QT Marshall, and you're like offering uh, him apples. Yeah, and you're like, uh, what happened? 
Because like, I'm sorry, I, I think Allie is much hotter as the bunny than she is as anything Allie-wise. I don't care if it's the leather pants or she's rocking the, the one piece think... on the way to the ring. I think she's much hotter and much darker and much better as the bunny. I think as the bunny, they could have used her more. They could have had her be more, I don't know, sensational Sherry-esque, a yes. little more involved. They uh, missed out on an opportunity. I, yeah, I didn't absolutely. mean to cut you off, sorry. No, no, you're fine, you're fine. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. That definitely is a missed opportunity. Um, no, sorry, Robert. I'm going to have to disagree. Ali as Bunny was the AEW version of Scarlet Bordeaux. I can't mm. agree with that because at least Scarlet's a little more active. Um, Are we talking about modern Scarlet? Like like NXT Scarlet? Like Hope's watching and... right now. What up, Hope? Oh, hey, Hope. Hope's watching? Holy, Holy cow. Hey, chicken. <laughs> My blue-haired beauty. How you doing? <laughs> like 2 a.m. over there, no? Right? Good morning. She must have just not gotten high enough and tuned in. Yeah, oh. Yeah. oh my God, I'm waving. I don't care. Uh, Hi, Hope. We love uh, you. Thank you for not getting that stoned. <laughs> I can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, you showed up. Back, okay, back, back, back on topic, kitties. To I'm, to I'm, I'm gonna be the adult. adult. Um, Allie, okay, you know Robert actually said NXT Scarlet. I get it. Maybe they didn't want to go full like evil bunny. They were they were afraid to go too dark dominatrix with her character. If they weren't gonna go that route, my favorite Allie was the dumb ditzy long when she was Maria Canales's uh, assistant. Oh, assistant. Impact, and yeah. she was like, "Oh, I'm just little Allie. I would love to see her <laughs> in the role of Alita." With Britt Baker. I want to see her doing the, oh my God, Britt's in the trash. Like, she would have played that off amazing. No offense to Rebel. I'm not, I mean, I guess she's a horrible wrestler, but she's been killing it in backstage segments. But I mean, you already had Ellie. You already had a character that you could have worked. Right. Like I said, if you weren't going to do a dark, evil bunny, I thought uh, Allie should have been Brit, Britt's assistant. I think that would have been some good interplay there. Because I yeah. love that ditzy little, like, secretary I'm trying to be helpful, and you kind of feel sympathetic for them to, like, finally get the big comeuppance. Allie I do killed that role in Impact. I think I, that's where I, she no, would be beneficial. I, I'm with you. I agree with that. And also, she's I'm had an innocent face when you see her on the day. Aww. I'm really loving these comments too because Robert did clarify that he was talking about NXT Scarlet and the Bunny and like Scarlet now are are close. Scarlet's a little darker, but then Felipe comes back immediately and says, "But Scarlet has cross, and and Allie has QT Marshall." Enough said. <laughs> Bingo! You yeah. win, Felipe. <laughs> Game True. set match, CWO. <laughs> hey, can I can I interrupt real quick with something really random? Hmm. I have Jose here, like wanting to hear. So he just passed this over to me. Uh, Fucking oops, a right, right, right. He's just uh, tooling around on his Is computer right now. Is that letterhead? <laughs> it should be. It should be our letterhead. I don't know what we'd use it for. Kirby, new logo coming your way. New logo. We should put him on. He said. He said we should put him on mugs because it looks like the Starbucks logo. Yeah, more official than that. Matt Riddle, lawyer, printed out envelope, CD label, whatever. No, six twenties. I like it though. It's cool. It's very, very cool. This is like really fucking legit. Look at this. No, it's great. I love it. This. My husband did this. I well. love it. It's wonderful. Thank you, Jose. Yes. Our husband. <laughs> we're, we're a family now. <laughs> our, 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 our other brother from another mother. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 
Wendy, I'm not going to lie. When I saw, because I, I saw your face when you when he passed it to you, you were like, oh, I thought he got you tacos. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> I thought he, I thought he, I thought he got you tacos. I thought he was asking her. I thought he wrote on oh. a piece of paper, like, do you want another taco beer? Taco cheesing is not allowed. Right? So, no taco cheesing. No. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I've just had a message from my wonderful sister, and she can do coffee mugs as well. Ah, so we have talk. We need to send this to her so she can make us mugs. Coffee we will mugs. send this to. We will send this to Kirby. Mm-hmm. We will get it all hooked up, and we will have coffee mugs too. And I will be using one on the show instead of my stupid little. I'll be drinking out of it at work. People yeah, be like, I, "What is it?" Like, oh yeah, all day, all damn day. You like, what's that? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> Yo, <I have> call <laughs> somebody. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Enough interruptions. No, that was that, that was, that was a, a party. Wonderful. It's a birthday bash. We can. That was a wonderful interruption. It's okay. Yeah, and another wonderful addition to the oh birthday bash because that got me so excited. But coffee mugs, yes. ah! You don't know. I drink coffee all day, all night. So bring on the coffee mugs, baby. I'm down. Yeah, I work. <laughs> I work late nights. Coffee, right? They hook it to my vein when I get there. Yes. If I could have an IV, yeah. it would be in me right pop now. For the customers and a pop. <laughs> what the fuck, Wendy? What? This is Carlos the Chipmunk. Hello, everybody. Uh, so, what do you guys think of the designs? They're wonderful, Carlos. Holy shit, I'm too high for this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not high enough for this. <laughs> I thought you were my life. I thought you were Chuck. Evil Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously thought I was in Caddyshack. Uh, I was gonna yeah, say, is this yeah, just I'm all right. No, Don't nobody worry about me. me. <laughs> Well, ladies, and, life, y'all. ladies and gentlemen, that is oh. Wendy's Firefly Funhouse. It is. It really and, is. Yeah, yeah. Carlos yeah. doesn't die constantly. You know no. It oh. looks like an otter. Yes, it does. It really oh, does. It didn't have it. space to sit on the bench. I'm so sorry. Do you want me to scoot shit over? Nah, stay outside. The birthday bash became like the Firefly Funhouse out of nowhere. Yeah, we got, we got <laughs> puppets and Muppets and when's the magician show? Oh my! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other thing. Hell yeah! Then from the clown. So we 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 thought we were gonna have a guest wrestler coming up, and instead oh, we got sure. a chipmunk otter thing. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Woodchuck. it happens like that. <laughs> Mr. Woodchuck. Yeah, it's a what? Uh, house. <laughs> Is it made of wood? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. you guys could make such great like tiktok videos and shit with that you guys could be fucking loaded you could hear the conversations we have in the car <laughs> the tiktok the tiktok like top he could be like he could be like 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 instead of bat dad you've got like squirrel man man chipmunk my bad no it looked like an the wilds, Bruce, you should know no, your animals um, you got raccoons coming at you and all we need to get like Wendy and Jose to work on like the top rope TikTok tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if we trust TikTok that much. I don't, I don't really, but you know, might make us a few bucks. You know, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Jose, Hi, Jose. Top rope wrestling talk shirt. Oh no, we lost Carlos. Hello. When are you getting your merch? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get him one. Yeah, you know you have. You know you have to represent. I, know. I I believe we've. Uh... Oh, we haven't cleared because we still have the. Yeah, um... Felipe's question. 
Well, we have Felipe's question, we and we, we have we have that outlandish report that popped up before we came on. Oh yeah, what do we want to do first? Let's do outlandish because that'll probably go by. Yeah, time. let's save Felipe for last because he's the best. Um, he's the best for last. Zicky Dice like what, has apparently Jose's asked, face says it all. Right. So Zicky yeah. Dice has apparently asked for his release from NWA. Uh-huh. And granted, he is yep. he is currently their television their television champion. He has asked for his release, um, but but we're not sure. He kind of denied it. Like he he was asked about it, and his only comment was the word "outlandish," just like that. So, do we think Zicky's really going to leave this company as a champion, or is this just another like dirt sheet report that will end up being discarded? I think he left. Okay, I Bruce, he says he left. Situation, because he was all over the wrestle. What is it, that? Carnyland? Carnyland thing. Yeah, entice Zicky Dice. I don't know, though, because yeah. I looked it up. And that, that was hilarious. No, entice yeah. Zicky Dice was hilarious. It was. And it was, like, everywhere, from reputable ones to questionable ones. Like Everywhere, huh? He was, like... But, you know what? Zicky you know what? If it If it is... It's probably for the same reason that uh, what's his name for Ricky Stark. That was gonna be my point because it, like I've said before, NWA is where the story is told in the ring, not so much a mic infused kind of area where you have to do the whole psychology of the Mm -hmm. mic. Well, more of it. There is some of it, but most of the story is told in the ring, which is great. I agree with your. I like it. That whole vintage vibe about it. I, I, oh no, I love it. I agree with your point completely. But I believe I Ziggy, take... Ziggy had the same kind of, you know, flow with the mic that that my man had, and yeah. But the bigger the bigger concern, because even Cody said something about it on AEW and even called it a shoot, was that Ricky Starks had three dollars and sixty seven cents to his name. Yeah. And with NWA's with NWA's production being suspended. It's mm. it's one of these things you don't know if like if these guys don't work do they get any money, and Zicky Dice is not exactly the kind of guy that can sit at home on what he earned already, so he might have asked for his release because he's he might thinking. be in a similar situation to Ricky where his money's running low and he could go out sign with a company that's all, that's up and running make make his payday mm. and even though he might rather be the television champion in nwa his bank account is saying you got to go somewhere else yeah yeah i mean he he might have said outlandish to the fact that like um a lot of the reports were like oh the nwa big uh the bosses were like if you're not with us our beliefs you can't be here ah i think it's more if you don't see our vision you can leave well yeah well i don't think it's even that i think that nwa is such a like it's not such a strict stickler where they're like yo you know, if you need to get paid, yeah, make that money. Like, we don't have exactly what like, I'm about to say. Yeah, because like I, they can only they can only do Carly and Carly and, and they can only support so much from those. Yeah. Right. But they're like, but they, they're but, like, you know what? Them being, Even, uh, them being limited to YouTube, they, you can only monetize your channel so much. You're not breaking millions of views. You can't run live shows. Billy Corgan's a smart man. He's the money man behind it. Yeah. And when he already has to deal with Dave Lagana gone, and he's trying to, you know, focus on replacing and re, you know, branding this NWA, this whole backstage. Um, with Lagana, you know, he had a lot of say, kind, and he had a lot of to do with the production of this company. With Absolutely. him gone, Billy Corgan has, you know, he's been looking for 
to bring in someone new, and that's going to cost a lot of money. I can see Starks and Zicky Dice um, being big money contracts with the company, and it being a situation, like we said, where they realize the writing's on the wall. I'm not going to get that payday. I'm, you know, the yeah. big show that we had planned in Georgia, all these pay-per-views, all these this, you know, payday that was going to come in. It's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. You two can't pay the bills like, like they said. Um, mm-hmm. Only having $3 or whatever, you know, that, a little bit of exaggeration. But I can see him hurting for a big payday. And then yeah. Billy Corgan saying, look, man, I get it. We're going to let you guys go. I'll help you guys in any way to put you over. You want to make a storyline out of it? You want to work up the indies? I'll help you guys because when time comes, NWA can run. Letting these guys go uh, on good terms means they can come back. Means they yeah. want to come back because they see that you're and not, not a scary that. promoter. And, not only and, that. and that's what I think. I think why not NWA? Because a lot of people are agreeing with us. There's that. a lot of guys. You see Eli Drake taking off. Maybe you see Eddie Kingston getting some more bookings now. Maybe because that grasp that they have on their tongue, they're going to have to let it go when you can't afford to pay them anymore. It's just right. the right thing to do. And not only that, oh, if, they, uh, you know, get if guys, if guys Camille, saw, I would love to see Camille uh, and Nyla. Oh, oh, if Camille and Nyla if guys, the big, the bigger <laughs> picture here is. Guys that and guys who are working for NWA haven't worked in months. Now they see a guy like Ricky Starks, who they ran with in locker rooms and did whatever for all that time. All of a sudden, he pops up on AEW, and now he's got a job, and now he's making yeah. good money. And they're sitting at home, and their money's low, and they don't have anything to do. And now NWA says, "Well, if you want your release, come get it." They're thinking, yeah. "I could do the same damn thing he did, and end up making my money, getting back, get my life back on track." And getting exposed on national television instead of YouTube, it's a win-win-win. Yeah. So from Ricky Starks, you're going to see a lot of these guys start to exactly. bail out it's a, it's going to and be try a, to go a, to a places pattern. like AEW. Bruce, it looks like he's got some on his mind. Brucey, give me your two cents. What if, what if this whole you don't believe in our – if you don't believe in our values and what we stand for, you can leave. What if Ziggy Dice is actually like a Lagana guy? You know, like you have Heyman guys. What if he's a Lagana guy and he Could doesn't be. and he doesn't believe the accusations and doesn't believe that he should be let go? That so sense. that's why he left he because he's a Lagana yeah. guy. It could be. I haven't seen anything to say it, but you might be right. I mean, it, it's true. It's 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 shame because even like Brian's saying here, like NWA is in big trouble, and even yeah. Felipe, you know, says it's sad because they were getting so much momentum going before the COVID yeah. before COVID yeah. hit. Yeah. And and now well, they got hit twice. Between that, between that, and then bouncing yeah. back, bouncing they, back. They've with, been getting hit real hard, though. Yeah, they bounced back. They lost Lasagna. Sorry, Lagania. Lasagna. 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 Okay, Garfield. <laughs> it's delicious. No, I, when I was reading something about him, someone's like, I guess they're autocorrect, just changed his name to Lasagna, and my brain only processes that way now. So, um, shocking. I wonder if there would be any interest from um, uh, NWA to a uh, former Lucha Underground writer and recently released by WWE's Chris Joseph. That dude had a great mind for storytelling. If by the way, by the way, can speaking of Lucha Underground, can we clap for AEW for actually using the Lucha Underground format properly? Yeah, we, we brought that we, up. We brought that yeah, up earlier. Yes. Sorry, we already Sorry did. I'm late. I'm late. I just he got it. He was busy making logos. Right. I know. He's late to the party. Sorry. You were busy I making awesome making. logos to go on coffee mugs. I was You're putting excused. him to work. But we did discuss that. It, it, it's, 
it's wonderful. I love seeing it. I love that show. Yeah! <laughs> and they've used it before with guys like Archer and Kate, or not Kate, Archer and, and Darby and that kind of stuff. You know, they've used those sort of vignettes. And I love that they keep using them because they were great on Lucha Underground. They work for AEW. Yeah. They're very cool. They're different. You know, and so I give them a lot of respect for actually breaking that out. Even if they wanted to go and sign to Joseph, like, good, do it. You know, it'll yeah. only make your show better because it, everybody says Lucha Underground was kind of that springboard I, for I, just, I don't know. I told Wendy yesterday, I think Underground was ahead of their game. Oh, they were. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Lucha Underground, yeah. Lucha Underground was almost AEW before AEW. Most F. Most F. Facts. I want for, 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 for this year, for Christmas, for, I've been a good boy. I want, um, Mr. Joshua, if you're listening, I don't even need it like in like film anymore. I, I grant you, it's never going to happen. I'm not expecting it. I just want to go on Twitter and like write me out what was going to happen with that power glove and Dario Cueto was like a zombie. Yes, and Stu Bennett. I need to know. Was in the limo, and and Stu Bennett being the dark the lord. Yeah. She killed herself. The thousand year old, the mom was in the locket and Dude, all these stories. I was, was like, so what? Good. I have to it figure out so a way to, to get in contact with him and have him He needs to come on the show, and we need to talk yes, to him. Yes, I, like I said, just give it to me like in, in, like in a Google Docs form. Katrina was going to do this. So-and-so was going to do this. I, I'm a super happy man because I need to know, man, that power. I'm with you. And, and the, mm-hmm. I'm with you. There's so many questions and no answers. It's Didn't like, Kate oh, yeah. have the glove? Yeah. Yes. He did, and then it turned, and then it changed hands to to and Hager, then, uh, and then uh, Stu Bennett popped out, and then Dario yeah. came back, and so you know, had it the, it was the champ, Jake Strong, and he took the belt, and he, I mean, he took it, he was all evil or some shit at the end, and yeah, at the very end of and the then last Dario, season. I tell you, this Black came out with the and, black the, and it turns out that the ominous figure in the limo they had brought up season yeah. after season, when he leans forward, it's Stu Bennett. Bad news. And it was like, what? And that was the end. And then it never came and then back. The and that was left, the end. And then the ratings were gone. Then he disappeared and he showed up at. at, at oh, uh, Robert, if you haven't yeah, seen it, all cheerful. All cheerful Hello, telling everybody. us, I have good. Wait, hold on, hold on. Robert, my man, if you have never seen Lucha Underground, please go watch you it. You have to see it. YouTube like, it, man. Like, look up there. Like, it, look it up. It's amazing. The greatest wrestling oh God, novella ever. Amazing. I'll tell you right now because I still yeah. watch it here or there. There's an app called Tubi. I don't know if it's on like Amazon Fire Sticks, but it's on Roku. Uh, you can get free episodes of Lucha Underground on there. You just gotta you find watch it on that. the YouTube's, man. On the YouTube's. Sometimes, but they ripped a also, lot of it off. Also, screw of you, Netflix, for not taking Lucha Underground and like just t- tickling our balls. Fucking fact. Yeah. <laughs> screw yeah. you, Netflix. We got screw, one season. Screw anyone who doesn't tickle my balls. Screw it. Yes. Also, fact. They teased us, but they didn't <laughs> yes. tease us. Yes, yeah, sure. tickle my balls and bring me tacos. Oh yeah, and give that's, me an answer to underground. That's that's what a I good want. night. Exactly. That's a good night. Now, I was just about to say before we totally derail, let's get to Felipe's question right. and let's get about Felipe it. Felipe from Chile asked us, "Can you separate the wrestler and his legacy, regardless of the acts they have committed? For example, Chris." That's, That's a, a good one. one. And the answer for me. And the answer think, for me, because I've already I already answered it when we did discuss Benoit, is yes. I can take what they did in the ring in their body of work and separate it from the actual person because most of the t- most wrestlers are just gimmicks in the first place. You know, as much as Benoit did in the in, in the ring, that was all and even if he used his real name, it was a gimmick. 
in real life, he might have had problems or he might not have been, you know, the best guy in the world. But in the ring, he was one of the best ever. And I can look at that and, and say that it, that stands out. It doesn't matter, you know, the, it doesn't matter the person. I can, look at their, I, I can look at their body of work and I can still respect that. It doesn't matter if I don't respect the actual person behind it or if I don't agree with something that they did because that doesn't really have anything to do with wrestling in the first place. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, so everybody else wanted to jump in, and then I started talking, and now crickets. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm trying to well, think of the right words to. I not think Jose use has the fan base. Right. I, it, for me, <laughs> I'm in the same wheelhouse as you, Dom. But it also depends. Like sometimes you, it's really hard to separate the gimmick from the wrestler because, like The Rock said, the gimmick in a sense is you cranked up. Mm-hmm. bit of sprinkles on it with ben wall the with ben wall i can do it because ben wall had suffering he said yeah. that he, he had a, he had a, a lot of medical problems eddie died that's all things that can break somebody and, and he was broken and he was broken and i could kind Period. of where someone's going to go into a place of madness right even if you watch that dark side of the ring it tells you like dude there's warning signs everywhere and nobody yeah, yeah. And, and even I can after, separate that because it's some the 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 pathway was there. It's just nobody was paying attention. Yeah. Or were they like forcing him to actually get help, or or were they they weren't even they weren't it. forcing him to get help. The the yeah. autopsy showed that. I mean, they kept saying that he passed all these drug screenings for the wellness plan, and then his autopsy showed he had enough steroids in his system yeah, to kill an elephant. You know, yeah. they they kept saying that they were you know checking him out as far as physically and mentally. Yet when yet his brain had so much CTE, it was basically the brain of an eighty-some-year-old. Yeah, checking this guy out. They didn't give a goddamn about him. They let him go out there knowing he was mentally just fucked. He was emotionally broken. So, and he was and like, on steroids, that, I, a whole nine. And they didn't care because they were they were they had him in a in a big ticket role in their promo in their promotion. And that's all they gave a shit about at the time. Yep. And now they want to act. I, and now they want I to act mean, like it's Benoit's fault. Yeah. And it is to a point, but at the same time, same time. you're responsible as well. So but when yeah. it comes to when it comes to characters like Jimmy Snooker. Mm. No, dude, the stuff you were doing, no. Like yeah. your character was essentially De- definitely, you. Definitely definitely has to go be case by case basis, depending and on, yet, you know. And yet Jimmy Snooker has been in the Hall of Fame for twenty four years and never removed. Yeah, and Benoit will never get in. You figure that one out for yourself. But at the same time, dude, I kind of understand. It's one of those tricky situations. Um, it's one of those like areas where, but like someone said in the dark side of the ring, why don't we just honor lady, woman, 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 woman. instead, Nancy, Nancy, yeah. like honor Nancy, and it's just a way like to kind of give redemption to. The son give redemption. Yeah. Yep. The family that had nothing. Give some closure to the remaining family. Exactly. Like her sister and Benoit's son David and yeah. that sort of thing. Give them just a little bit of closure by either recognizing Nancy or both of them and saying, you know what? 
we, we have made, since that time, we have made so many strides in our wellness program and in the way we treat our talent that something like this will never happen again. And then it makes you look even better instead of just sitting back and blaming Benoit solely and then blackballing him and his family. It makes you look a lot better to actually own the situation, accept responsibility, and, and say it led to all this moving forward. So I take the wrestler for his for what he did for what he did in the ring. In some cases, there are others where, like Snuka, where I I just can't because it's like basically looking at like like basically somebody paid off a cop to get you out of a murder charge. Yeah, yeah, more modern ones though, like with all the scandals that have come out. Oh yeah, harder because it becomes a question of. Where does the gimmick end and the real person begin? Right. Or, or did the gimmick, did the gimmick put him yeah. in a position where he became this person that that just does whatever he wants? Are we talking regardless? about Joey Ryan? Are we talking about David Starr? <laughs> all, all of the above. Can we really? I also love that these two people were like very prominent. Yo, I'm here. You know, you know, so social. So, you know, I'm a socialist. You know. Come on, you know. I'm Mr. Independent. Quality you know. struggle. And uh, all along, they've been, like, pulling penises out on people. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's hard It's hard for me to separate what David Starr did in real life. He's dead. <laughs> compared to him as, as in ring. Because what he did in real life was so fucking horrible. And, again, and, and it just overshadows everything else. It's like. Also, no, screw these guys. Pretend. I have to throw away so many shirts. Right? Fucking hell, man. Right. You, you know, I had to get rid of my I can't wear my shit. King of Dong style shirt anymore. Right. It, it, and Joey's another one. Like, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone out of all of us is more heartbroken than Evil Eleven. But at the same time, Joey hurt me too. Like, I love that dude. And, and I, I respected him. I, I like the fact that he tried to create a, his own promotion and, and get, and, and give people jobs yeah. and do something different. And, and just like but, allow people to have fun. But at the really same works. time, then all this shit is going on in the yeah. background. And it's like, man, I thought it was a gimmick. And it turns yeah, out it's not a gimmick. He really is a sleazy piece of shit. Like, it turns it out he really facade. is a sleazeball. So, all right, yep. fuck you. I'm done. But then, with all of that being said, there's some that have redemptive arcs in their life. Like Jake the Snake, um, the Iron Sheik. They went down these real dark... And even, even Stu... And they've redeemed themselves in such yeah. a way. And even Stu is bringing up, like, point. everybody that's good, turns... That's a good topic. Hmm. Can, can, are they redeemable? Uh, no. no, not Joey. Not, some of them maybe, no. you see, no, you, you know, I'm not going to get way. into all, but some of them maybe, but not Joey. And probably not David and, and oh, no, dude. a few others. Dude, no. I'm sorry, There's anybody no that keeps writing a letter saying gray rape? I, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, not. no. But it's yeah. like Stu sitting no, no, I'm here pay to that promote my apology. That's everybody kind of corporate bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but again, it, it, uh, as I'm trying to say here, it's like Stu saying that everyone turned a blind a blind eye to Randy Savage to Randy Savage's behavior towards Elizabeth for years. And you know what? That was brought out in dark dark side of the ring. I'm not going to yep. turn a blind eye to it. He treated her like shit. But once they were divorced and he and and time had passed. He eventually got. We talked about it in the car. We talked about their their marriage, and it's a very tricky situation because it's one of those. He wanted so desperately to keep her away 
He wanted to keep her in like a, a protective bubble. Bubble, and which yeah. is not the way to do it. No. Yeah. But that's right. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's because he knew the the environment. It's this back in the day. It was hookers and blow. Right. But the he thing about it was, we don't want to come home to that. But then guess what? What you do besides instead of being honest with her and being like, "Look, this is the environment. Look, I don't want this in the house," or blah blah, and like it, you know, basically show her the ropes. Because he locked her in a bubble, when she released herself, she went effing crazy on. Well, that's true, but as I was trying to say. Even after all that, with trying to isolate her and kind of treating her like shit, towards the end of her life, when Randy got into WCW, he got Elizabeth a job. He he, their relationship changed. He changed, and it sort of redeemed him up until the point where she OD'd. But that really wasn't on him. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but you're making it sound like Randy beat her, and he did it. No, he just held her isolated from everyone as if but he COVID didn't beat her. He hold just on, hold on. It was like it was I'm gonna say one thing without interruption. He didn't beat her, he isolated her in a bubble as if COVID 19 was happening in 1986, and he continued to do it for the rest of his WWE career. But was and it intentional that, though? Was it intentional, or was it yes? To, was it just yeah. him trying to keep her safe? But not knowing how to do it. You have to remember, he's a country boy. He doesn't know how he he didn't know how to do. All he knew is how to fight the wrestling world, and it's a shit show. Okay, so then either keep your wife out of it. I'm not not apologizing for it. It's just that he's probably like the only way I know how to protect you is please stay here. No, that's what I mean. His insecurities and his fears over her had him basically isolate her and pretty much take away anything uh, that had to do with Elizabeth for years and years and well, years I mean, until she finally broke away. And shitting in people's bags, I wouldn't want my wife near that either. Then don't like, get her into wrestling. Then don't get her into wrestling. If you're going to get her into wrestling, this shit is going to happen and you need to be there. You can't just stick her somewhere where none of this is going to happen if like she's I part said, of pro wrestling yes but like i said but even he, though it happened like a goldfish basically made her aware of the environment he should have taught her like hey this is this is the environment but he was so scared and insecure and i'm not i'm not apologizing for him right i'm not either i said and, what and i he, was saying and even himself even he beat himself up because at the end when she died it was the most heartbreaking moment of his life The one person that I truly love is dead, and I effed it up. Right, but at the end of her life... marriage, and I could never, you know... At the end of her life, long after their marriage had been over, he got her a job, he began to show her the ropes, he began to do things like he should have done in the first place, which is what I was saying, and why, why I believe that even though he treated her absolutely horrible at the beginning of her career and through their marriage... At the end, he finally understood, this is what I need to do. And he tried to do that in WCW. And it worked to a point. And then, she and, and then situations him. beyond his control. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Yeah. She got with him. They yeah. know and, then she, and then she, she started messing with, Le- with Lex Luger. But at least he had learned from his mistakes. He tried to move forward. He was a good friend to her. He got her a job. He showed her the ropes. He let, you know, he basically allowed her to have a second chance 
at everything except their marriage because he knew that was done and he knew that part of his life was over, but he still loved her and he wanted her to do well and he wanted to make up for what had happened in the past. And I believe that he did. So some of these situations are redeemable and have been redeemed. Randy Savage is kind of one of them. I mean, in, in the modern world, look at Sammy. Sammy put out a genuine apology and he yeah. to Sasha Banks, genuinely apologizing to her, talking with her about the whole thing. Yes, that too. And being like, Showing I was growth. a scumbag and yes. having an actual real conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And there, was, there was no, I'm not a sexual predator, but. Exactly. Right. He was like, I acted like shit. I'm sorry. It. Yeah. I tr- let yeah. me, he, let me take steps so that my apology is real. Excuses for themselves. There are redeemable cases, regardless of whether they were then or now or wherever. You know, Sammy being one of them you where. Like you got something on your mind. Give me your two cents. Well, I just wanted to say, don't worry, Jose. Your King of Dong style shirt won't go to waste. You know, just get rid of it. We've got a nice Top Rope Wrestling Talk t-shirt to replace it for you. Um, <laughs> don't worry. We've got you covered, bro. We got to make ours that's one that says King of Top Style. <laughs> <laughs> All top, no bottoms. Always. Always power top. King of rope style. Power style. <laughs> yep. To the day I die. Love it. Love it. All about it. It's about that time. That's how that we was a good question, Felipe. Really Thank is. you. It really is. It was a great question, Felipe. And yes. uh, we're happy yeah. everybody tuned in. We love all the comments. This, they've just been rattling through. We're trying to do our best to keep up, and uh, we're 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 so glad this thing is going. You know. Yeah, fucking happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to us yet again. Can I just say real quick? Stay high style. Let me just say real quick, like I it's only been a few months for me here with you guys. And it's been like some of the funnest times. I look forward to this (laughs) every week. And even on days that I'm like dog ass tired, I'm like, no, I gotta bring it for the boys. Like No, I hear that. I gotta be here. Because there are some days some Thursdays I'm dead. I'm dead to and the I, world, and, I, and I, just I know things. eight o'clock's coming, and I'm like, Mom, shut up! I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Interrupt me all damn night, and then shut up! I I'm talking. You have your sentimental moment. Let me have mine. Thank you. <laughs> God forbid. Like, I agree. You guys, it's, it's been it's been a fun couple of months for me, and I just want to say thank you all. Um, it, it's reinvigorated my love and passion for wrestling in such an amazing way. And you guys have become like really good friends of mine. I love all of you. Um, and you for I'm gonna say for because you, you're here with me on camera right now. She's used to you. You're you know. Mm. <laughs> oh, so mean. You three, like mean. you guys, you guys mean a lot to me, and I, I appreciate the friendship that has blossomed from this. You guys. Are- oh yeah. And and to all my special babies out there, well, Grandma Wendy loves you all. <laughs> all right, sentimental time over. Oh. Oh. Smear my mascara. My yeah. It's waterproof. It's okay. I'm about to go grab my bell. Oh no, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely with Wendy. Is there are nights where I'm like dead on a Thursday, and I look at the clock, and I'm like, man, it's nowhere near eight. I got to get amped up. Like I got to do this. These guys are going. You know, these guys are waiting. You know, and and I look forward to it, whether it's a, a regular show, preview, kickoff, whatever. I, I look forward to it the whole week. Like, oh man, is it Thursday yet? Is it Thursday yet? Like, like dynamite. Is it Wednesday yet? Is it Wednesday yet? Wednesday's over. All right, is it Thursday yet? Is it Thursday? Yet? 
I was at a training at 9 a.m. and I was like, is it 8 p.m. yet? It needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get this day over with, please? And I you leave know, this and, campus now. And even if I'm not feeling it, like I come in and, and these guys just kind of pick me up and, and we get going and it's, and it's always fun regardless of how aggravated I get in the middle. <laughs> no matter how much I yell at Dom, shut up, I'm trying to talk. Right. Yes. Like anybody does that for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Double standard right here on top rope. <laughs> we're gonna hand. we're gonna work on that too it's like as a chemistry we get all we get comfy you know but i mean it's just like you know i, I gotta give it up to bruce for for starting all this like i said yes I, bruce if it weren't Thank for him you. there, it, there would be none of this and you know as long as as long as he wants to do these shows or, or keep this group going i'm gonna be with him you know, the, this is this is the two-man power trip right here on this side of the screen. If it stays that way, and uh, <laughs> we're just gonna run shit like Stone Cold and Triple H. We're just gonna run over everybody and take every title and dominate. It's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Wendy is is definitely a special case because like I wanted her to come to Top Rope when it was dead, and and she was one of the reasons it came back to life, along with with Hope and Jose and eventually Evan. And everything but she was one of the first people i added to this group like you have to come here you have to be a part of this you're so cool and we've developed a great friendship from there like shoot because nobody knows this if you saw my video at top rope or if you saw me wearing the all-inclusive autist you know culture city AEW autism shirt i had wendy ask me about it one day and i was like i'd love to get it but i'm broke and she asked me again and i was like yeah i can't i'm broke like these times are hard you know and all of a sudden one day i heard there's something coming to you in the mail. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's like, uh, okay. And, and I get it and I open it up and there's the shirt I was wearing in the video in top rope today on this episode, the culture city, AW autism shirt. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> Cause you just, you know, you just, you, you, you don't, you don't expect somebody to be like that good to you or that kind to you, especially like, these days and then and then when somebody is you're like man I, I i i'm gonna hold on to that person till the day that i die and i plan on that and, and meeting jose through her was another gift i probably didn't deserve and then of course <laughs> as i said to him before we started this recording like evan being one of our first true fans of this show made us want to do this show more and then when we could when we got him to come on we had so much fun with him and then he started designing these logos for us and we were like man we don't deserve this shit but thank you you know i wish i could pay you but i'm broke but thank you and then to be here eventually we got him to come on and be a part of this be a part of the show be a part of the facebook group and twitter and everything that we do and since then like it's just made something good even better and so I'm grateful for each and every one of you, even the hobo clown, even if he's not on the show anymore, I'm still grateful for him because he was here and he helped us bounce back. He did a lot of work for us, you know, from the, when we came, when we all came together, like Bruce talked about in the beginning. And he boots the Muppets for us. And he boots Muppets, yeah. which is always thank nice. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And, mm. and thank you to everyone. Like a bouncer. The door. Thank you to everybody in Top Rope Nation, the guys in this live thread right now. Yes, like yeah, all the fans out you there, you know, it, it, all the watchers. It's the so support. crazy when you see somebody say like, you know, oh yeah, people do this in other groups, but not at Top Rope, or or 
you know, somebody on Twitter actually randomly recommended us to a wrestling fan who was looking for a Facebook group that does live discussions and that kind of stuff. And, and when I, when I saw the ad and I, I just thought, wow, like people really think we're that good. And I didn't, you know, I just thought we were a group. Like we do, we do things our way or we, with this show with whatever, but you know, we're 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 doing it right apparently Mm -hmm. and then when you see people like actually recommending us or saying you know this is the best thing in wrestling right now like i love many many kind words i look forward to all all the kind words and all this stuff you're just like i don't know if i deserve this right now (laughs) like you guys think i'm great i don't even think i'm this great thank you All right, you guys, enough sappiness. I just got reprimanded and told there is no crying in wrestling, which is <laughs> not true. All right. There yeah. is. There's, There's no a hugging. Lot of crying in wrestling. There's a lot of crying. There's no hugging. Yeah. So much. <laughs> a lot of hugging, too. <laughs> yeah, if you're best friends. <laughs> Fucking A, right? We are. Oh, which yeah, we sorry. are. We, we are can team. hug because we are best friends. I'm talking about the tag yeah. team, but that's the whole other story. We're not going to take tag team change. We just want to thank everybody that's watched this so far and especially the people that, you know, come in group and tune in live, to just see us record and, and follow along and ask questions. You, you really do bring another, la- another layer to this show that we didn't have a few months ago. So thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to let Brucey drop the social medias because he loves doing that. So fuck it. High class. Take it away. <laughs> do it. Fuck do yeah. it. Listen, you're watching live right now. Come check us out on Facebook. If we shared this, and you're not in the Facebook group and you're watching this, come to Top Rope Wrestling Boy Talk on knows. Facebook. We are a publicly traded group. I'm getting good at this. Listen, you can also find us on Twitter at Top Rope WT. We're very active on there. We get shit done. We talk to people. Obviously, we got people talking about us because they're sharing us on Twitter. Right. Love it. Then you can find us on the gram. Here we go. This is, this is, this is the goodie. This is the tough money maker right here. You can find us at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk on Twitter, on Twitter, on Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. and, and also I get to finally plug this at the end of every show Buy our merch, go to, go to to Mm -hmm. sugar pop design on Facebook. I'm working on linking our groups together because my sister has a page and linking our group. And that way you'll, you'll be able to go in top rope and just click on sugar pop design as a linked group. And it'll bring you right to her Facebook. You can go on, pick your logo, whatever you want, order your shirt. She'll make it. She'll ship it to you. She'll make it with love and you'll have your merch. Oh yeah. I believe she can do hats as well. And she does coffee coffee mugs. mugs. That we just found out. So you, if you want a coffee mug with your favorite you, logo Kirby. from Top Rope Wrestling Talk, and you want to bring that to work and display it on your desk, please do get the yes. word out. And that's all. Oh, YouTube. Holy Jesus. How did I forget YouTube? For everybody watching. So if that's that's our podcast yeah. stuff. The podcast stuff I can plug because I think I remember. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Grandma. You can find us at YouTube, as, as Brucey said here, as Big Papa Brucey said. Uh, you can find us mm. at we are Fox Den Productions, which is a whole slew of things. So it's us, it's Drunk Upon a Time, it's the Mutant Rejects, and sometimes it's Drunk Upon a Top Rope. Yeah. yeah. We don't know when it's going to happen. Um, so Maybe this weekend, we know. Beautiful faces. Um, you can also find us on anchor.fm backslash top rope WT. TRWT. Oh, TRWT. Might be. <laughs> My bad. You can find us at anchor.fm. 
FM backslash TRWT. There you can find us on all podcast platforms. Apple. Oh, almost hit your husband in the face. Heart Radio. All of it, huh? All of it. Mm. And you almost knocked Punch your up. husband out. Yeah, he's used to it by now. He's used to it. He enjoys um, that. His mom gave me permission before we no got king there. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, no you can king find shaming. us everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, find us, so, yes. Yes, find us. Listen to us while you're jogging, while you're visiting your dealer, while you're... Oh. Yeah, in the drive to a jog. While you're box. on the road. While you're out for a jog, while you're yeah. working. While you're, um, while you're filling out those, those 10, 14 forms in the office. Listen to social while you're in the closet with your belt. Be sure you got your spotter belt. Yes, in the closet. <laughs> a little reverberation in there. Listen. Yes, yes, listen to us. We yeah, have, the acoustics are we amazing. Have beautiful, majestic voices. Voices yes. of angels. Yes. We in really the shower. Do. Listen to us in the shower. Listen to us on the toilet. Everywhere. Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. <laughs> I love yeah. even Nikki saying them, all the merchandise is made with love. So I want to put yes. that in yes. too. Extra in love. Case. Of course. Extra love. Extra love is squeezed. It's worn with as much shirt. love. And we're going to have eventually like multiple colors. We're going to be able to put stuff on the sleeves. You can pick logos. You can, you can really play with it a little bit. So it's, it's going to be fun explode. stuff. It's going to be fun. And we'll have sexier models than me. Don't worry. And we're working behind the scenes on all four of us having our own individual shirts as well. So <laughs> you can buy your favorite host shirt. Yes. Eventually, you'll be able to get your, your jack-of-all-trades master of absolutely none yeah. shirt. They're so comfy. It's really like I'm wearing nothing at all. Wow. It, it's all, it's all so coming soon as soon as we can. This? I love it actually it. is comfortable. I have been wearing yeah, this. I'm going to live in this shirt, I think. I think Evan's on ecstasy. He's like, wow, you feel this fabric? Yeah. <laughs> I'm celebrating our birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! I'm being sniffed and everything. But yes, and again, thank you guys. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you for the first two years. We're hoping for at least two more and and beyond. Maybe, we will catch you soon. I mean, maybe we'll put together a drunk upon a top rope special for the weekend. It just depends on where the guys are around. Maybe we'll come back to you sooner, but definitely next week you will see us. And uh, make sure to follow us again on Fox Den. Subscribe to us. Hit that bell, so that way you're the first one to know when when goofy shit like this comes yeah. up. And uh, the bell. And and no matter what, when you see our when you see our stuff come up, share it around too. Let people know we're here. We're doing our thing. Yes. We're pretty damn. If good my mom at can it. share it, you can share it too. Yes, and and thanks again, or, Mama B. <laughs> I I don't know if you're still watching, but thank you so much for sharing our stuff and for just being there for us you're awesome just loving too. us just being we love you us. mama b <laughs> thank you guys we will catch you by next week at least but yeah. for now from everybody stay safe Jesus. out there happy and, two uh, happy two years and of course grandma wendy has to lead us out with stay fresh cheese bags there it is <laughs> see you later guys Sim Squad Flyboys, that's my logo. logo. You already know though. No, no. It's PBS and Nation Gang. My niggas getting dodo. dodo. Pussy niggas, Frodo's fucking hobos looking so so. so, so. Okay, shot is slow mo. Haters salty like a dobo. Coco, we get loco. loco. Hit them cash is so no. You oh, no. rap it, then we live it. Cause we soak me on the promo. promo. Classy, pretty, blasty bitches. Why you acting sassy? Can't stop and I won't stop. Get some ditty to your cassie. New shiny suits and spazzy. I'm so flashy, flashy. Talking out your ass God damn it I'm just speaking cash shit Haters get the shake it Like they
Saint Mama, name the caption Father, all these rap wrestlers pay homage to me, bastards Sorry I don't claim you, that's just what this fame do Oh, you ain't down with Dream Team?